It's okay. It's not going to be. I know, but I was like, what if I did that on, what if it was the intro? (laughs) Hi, my address is. Here's my full legal name and social security number. My friend Clayton, um, he, he, he watches every week. Oh. Like, Clayton's awesome. I love Clayton. And I, like, he was one of the ones that I got an extra sticker for, because he's, like, our biggest fan behind Aaron. And. (laughs) um we love the squad he was he was like y'all said coffee rainy so i did some google searching and coffee raining rainy is pretty like local and you can find area on it like find the general location on it so just in case y'all want to like go back and edit that out and i was like eh, they already have our full names <laughs> the commitment though he literally was like searching for us so we don't get doxxed i love that i love clayton secretly though i would like to be doxxed I want a pet raccoon so bad. Yeah, Sims, I, I always get a raccoon. <laughs> Do you remember in Skyrim where it's like your kids could bring home pets and like sometimes you'd get lucky and it'd be like a cat or a dog or a fox. And the I other times it was a whole ass crab. It was a mud crab. Yeah. Or like a frostbit spider. <laughs> and it's like, where <laughs> the fuck did you go? You're telling me you went to the deepest cave on this fucking island. No, like island. and they're poisonous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's like, oh, your kid either brings home a golden retriever or a literal threat. Like, Li- a poison spider enemy. bigger than them. Dude. They sold him really crack or something standard. to get him. How did they, like, not die? I hate that game. I love it so much. I do, too. It set the standard. I was talking about that the other day. Cause we yeah. Were, it's going to be hard to, to beat Skyrim. It's weird, though, that it, like, it hasn't aged. Yeah, you can you play know? it and the graphics are, like, they still feel good all right like right they're not it's not like oh wow this game actually sucked and we were all just delusional children who were like wow dragons it's like a good and there's so much to do and the like literally every part of it they did not like go short on no they they were in depth the weapons the the enchanting Mm -hmm. system like it all peak is you can get so in depth to that and then the next time you play you could not even touch it and still be just as emerged in the game like you can play it a thousand different ways it's such a good game i personally liked fallout 4 because it was very similar i never played but a lot of people didn't like it that in fallout 4 there was like there's just too much to do and it's like bitch that's the point you played skyrim for 10 years (laughs) what do you mean you don't like when there's too much to do i'm like because i would the reason we were talking about it because we were talking about it at work we were comparing it to like the Assassin's Creed games and specifically like the older Assassin's Creed games versus the newer Assassin's Creed games because the newer ones are very similar to Skyrim in the open world yeah you can travel everywhere you can do all these crazy side quests like yeah there's no guilds or anything but but, you're in a guild right like you're an assassin that's the whole point of the game is you're in a brotherhood right and you can do all these other things with it but like compared to the older Assassin's Creed games that were very linear yeah they were just, even the linear ones though like you could you could explore so much like, yeah the older assassin's creeds are they're not skyrim level but i really enjoyed them but assassin's creed odyssey a wonderful still game. obsessed with that game dude even going back to to black flag so yeah. black flag has like people now are like okay it's kind of like lost it's, it's past its prime but it's, it's a little broken really it's such a for when it came out yeah that's such a good game yeah and it, it's just it the replayability of it's really nice nothing will ever beat the pirate's island on pop tropica though 
Oh my fucking god. <laughs> that was the peak. That and the cowboy one where the horse was named Elmer. <laughs> that was the funniest shit. Pop Tropica really went off for no dude, reason. What was the They're remaking those worlds too. They just cause Flash went down, they 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 So you know Pop Tropica has like really went down on how many worlds yeah, are available yeah, yeah. now? Because Flash went down. Yeah. So there's a, a whole a whole community of rebuilding all of the old worlds, not just the flash driven ones. Oh, because shit. the pirates one and the 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 pirate one, the horse one, and another one where you had like the open world map. It's open world, but there was a third one that had a map like that. Yeah. Um, was it the cryptid one? Yeah, when you drove With around the on the motorcycle. That those three were on an even older version of Flash, and oh, that's why shit. they went down first, and then the rest of them went down, except the ones that they had in place to be the new standard. Right. But they're redoing all of them because so many people threw because Skull Diggory. I'd sell my soul to play that again. That. I, I can't tell you how many times I log on to Pop Tropica and look for it and then cry because I'm like, where the fuck did it go? Because I totally forgot they got rid of it. But they are trying to redo all of them. That's sick. But it might be a billion years and I don't want it to be. You know what I learned the other day? I was scrolling through a TikTok and was just blindsided to learn that the creator of Diary of a Wimpy Kid is also partially responsible for creating Pop Tropica. Which no is why there's way. all those Diary of a Wimpy Kid advertisements throughout the entirety of Pop Tropica. Do you know how long it took me to make that fucking connection? I like, just made it. He makes that game me? and it's just free advertising for him. <laughs> no, like dead ass. That's so awesome. And like I learned that and all of the comments under that TikTok was like, I thought you were bullshitting and then I Googled it. Like <laughs> what a like my whole childhood was no, just because of him. Okay. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, that's his name, that guy. That's so fun. I'm glad I know that piece of information. We should start the podcast. We, yeah. We do have a podcast. Rest in peace, the podcast. We missed two weeks recently. Anyway. We, yeah. We'll start it with actually saying the name of our (laughs) podcast. Hello, we have a podcast, potentially, maybe, possibly. It's called... The morbid and mundane. Yeah. And sometimes we add extra these in, and my friends were bullying me about that. What do you mean? The morbid and the mundane. We say it sometimes, or we say morbid and mundane without any of these, or sometimes we just say the morbid and mundane, and we really don't know our brand, <laughs> and I enjoy that. Well, officially, like, on our art and stuff, it's morbid and mundane. Yeah. There is no the at all. But we always we right. say the, because we think we're cool on here. The morbid and the, it's like a title. Because remember that there was an early episode where I was like, we're not morbid or mundane. We're the the and the and. Yeah. Because I thought that was fun. And they were like, but isn't there another the? Because sometimes you say it with two these. <laughs> and I was like, well, sometimes we say it with no these or those or whatever. We really don't know our brand. We just don't all of them. We yeah. don't. Which, one's our, which one did we copyright? Oh, I can start editing again. Because oh, my laptop's shit. back up. I can show you how to do the stuff on Audition, too. Yeah, because we never, my laptop broke before we got to yeah. that. And then I, like, was like, oh, shit, you gotta. I've been, I think I said this last time, but I've been running um, our podcast. Like, while I edit, I play, like, Stardew Valley or something. But recently I stopped playing Stardew Valley because I, you know, binged it for, like, three weeks. Now I've been playing Prison Architect again. I, a problem. We were just talking about games that have replayability. Yeah. I will never stop playing Prison Architect. Have you played with the new dlc like it came out i didn't get the newest ago, I one I, did, I haven't gotten the newest one it's fun 
it's like um it's called second chances and it introduces like animal therapy and like bakeries and restaurants and also like oh no the the farming came with going green yeah and like the solar energy and stuff but the, i don't have that one either because that, that like it's also very fun i want them both but that was at a time yeah where i wasn't working for school because i changed majors so i didn't have my research job anymore damn but i can i have another one now oh when, when school starts i might i have to do an interview for it we should start no okay <laughs> this you is a new kind off. of podcast we just talk about life this one's just mundane <laughs> <laughs> My mom, I think I already told you, like, my mom listens to us now. That's so um, Hi, mom. Um, but she, uh, when she FaceTimed me and was talking to me about it, she was like, I know you made that joke about doing an episode that's just elevator music, but if you do that shit, like, I will beat you up. I was like, <laughs> mom, <laughs> now I have to do it. But she got, she got mad. <laughs> no elevator music. Imagine, like, being on your way to work, and you're, like, kind of absentmindedly listen to it, and then you kind of tune in, and you're like, wait. Wait a second. This it has never been 20 started. minutes of elevator music. On we should do it, but, like, get to the intermission, and then the rest of the episode's elevator music, so, like, people are waiting for us to come back from the intermission. <laughs> and then it, and it just never, never comes, comes back. back. That, yeah. For, like... Oh, we should cut this out because we could totally do that for April Fool's. That'd be so funny. And then we we would get angry messages. Like, we have people who listen to us pretty regularly. Oh, speaking of which, we read that the nice iTunes review. Oh, yeah. That who, was what so, was his name? It's like Jacober927, I think is the numbers at the end. I read. We don't know who you are, but we're in love with you. We read that. I specifically, like, Emily had re- got to read it before me, but, like, when I read that review at brunch, like, I literally teared up. It was so nice. I was like, mm. so we read all the reviews and stuff, by the way. So oh, you, yeah. <laughs> if you've sent something, we've seen it. It's so and nice. And we enjoy it. But that one was, like, a paragraph, like, a whole novel, actually, of just wonderful things. And it made me feel great. So, thank it you. It made me feel like. Shout see? out to whoever that is. That guy. <laughs> That guy. He's also, I saw, he's on our Discord. Mm-hmm. He he was on, he left an iTunes review. Uh, on Instagram, we found him. And yes. on TikTok, we found he was following. He's so on this, TikTok too? This man's doing the work. Pop off. <laughs> he's really just. <laughs> I hope he listens to this episode and like knows we're talking about him. This is when he him. stops listening. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> because we skipped last week. And now he's now he's tired of us. Dang. No. Separation anxiety. But that was such a nice review, like, on a very Thank real note. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. But that yeah, was we... so nice. <laughs> now we're thinking about it. Now I'm going to cry. Like, <laughs> I finally remembered to do an announcement on Discord, too. Oh. I, I did the we're skipping this week announcement on Discord. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. Um, I forget we have a Discord. I know. We really need to use it more. Life has just been hectic. I haven't, yeah. I haven't sat on any Discord channel in a while. Same. For, like, during school, I would sit on Discord because, yeah. like, uh, me and – buddies from school who like never met in person but we had this dope minecraft realm we would just sit on discord to study and play minecraft right like we you just sit in the the thing waiting for people to show up and then be like cool do you want to study or play because i don't want to study right now so let's get on (laughs) minecraft Minecraft. (laughs) and um i haven't done that at all this summer yeah like just sat down and it's been crazy it doesn't feel like summer no i've worked more happening during summer than i did at school hours a week at my job yeah started doing doordash it's been really fun rest in peace doordash tell them about the taco bell (laughs) 
We we went to pick up a DoorDash order at Taco Bell. We go through at when you pick up a DoorDash order at Taco Bell, you don't have to park usually. You just go through the drive-through and right. they give it to you through the window. And we get up there and they're like we're like, "Hi, we're picking up a, a DoorDash order for so and so." And they're like, "Oh, we're going to need you to pull around. They ordered 50 things. We're not done making it." So to park and they bring out 50 tacos. It was all party packs. Yeah, well, it wasn't all just tacos. It was a lot of tacos and also, like, the nacho boxes. The party pack nacho boxes. <laughs> so we had a huge box of tacos, these giant things of nachos. It filled up, like, the backseat of my car. I'm obsessed with that. It was so good. Or the the order that it was Popeye's, but for one man. Oh, it was, like, almost everything from Popeye's. I love Popeye's. Like, there were so many sandwiches and, like, boxes <laughs> of chicken. And I opened this guy, and this is one guy who was, like, obviously high or something. <laughs> man was blitzed. And, oh, it was so funny. Because so, I was like, oh, I'm going to a party or something. Right. And it's this guy, home alone, high. And <laughs> the opposite of what you thought you were getting. Yeah, no. He's really nice, though. He tipped. It was nice. As he should, with <laughs> all that fucking Popeyes. Oh, yeah, the people we did the, the 50 tacos to, mm-hmm. they tipped so much. Good. I was like my second order of the day, and they tipped like $25. Oh, shit. It was crazy. It Good. Was like, <laughs> it was a lot of tacos. Yeah. <laughs> you had to pull around. <laughs> but yeah, we'll eventually start using our Discord more, especially if we start remote recording. Oh, like, yeah, because we'll, we'll be, be in to- there anyway. Yeah. I also thought we could do, like, live stories, too. Hop in the channels. Yeah. I'd and be just so down. Read creepy pastas or something. Right. I also want to, like, stream and, like, tell stories over stream, like, while we're playing Minecraft or something. Oh, or yeah. don't star. Take, like, breaks and then tell a story Dude, in between. Weber got an update. Oh, my God. I know I already texted you, but still. We have to start. <laughs> we, <laughs> we're going to yeah. talk about video games okay, for three okay, more okay, hours. Okay. okay. My story today is wild, okay? And you, I can almost guarantee you that you do know at least enough about this one because um, it's just all kinds of weird, oh right? Okay. I discovered this story years and years and years ago on YouTube. And I, like, I specifically remember the video was talking about, like, tiger parenting. And I was like, it was, it's an interesting story, but I completely forgot about it. Um, until I listened to the And That's Why We Drink episode. I'm obsessed with that podcast. Please go listen to them. But Christine did, like, a really good episode on it. And then Christine talked about Case Files episode on it, who talked about this, that, and the other. And I think BuzzFeed Unsolved has an episode on it. Um, And there's also, like, articles written about, like, this is a fun case. Okay. Okay. Do you know who Jennifer Pan is? Mm-mm. I don't okay. think so. I think you'll know when I start telling it. Yeah. I'm because bad with it's names. whack. Um, but um credit where credit is due. I did listen to the end, that's why we drink episode and also a little bit of case file. My favorite murder did an episode on it too, but I did not listen to that one. Um I also read an article, Christine on her episode talks about it too, but it's it was published in toronto life of someone who grew up in high school with jennifer okay um i read that whole article it's fucking insane (laughs) it's like an expose because she's still close to the family like she still knows the family it's insane um i read that and it's fun so the only thing that every version has in common though with like how they portray this story is every version that i listen to starts um 
with the same story. They all start at the exact same place, which is November 8th of 2010. So Jennifer Pan is 27 years old, and she's at home watching Gossip Girl and shitty TV. Her parents are getting ready for bed. Um, Her mother's name is Bic, and she had just gotten home from a dance class and, like, is doing the whole, like, soaking her feet and getting ready, like, winding down for bed. Her dad's name is Han, and he had just gone to sleep, um, and there are noises downstairs. Three men storm into the house with guns. Oh, gosh. Um, One of the men grabs Jennifer and ties her to the banister upstairs with shoelaces, Um, and the whole time they're demanding money. While the other guys go into um, her parents' bedroom and are, like, waving guns in their faces and screaming the whole time, they're demanding money. Jennifer tells them that she has $2,500 hidden in her bedroom that they can take, um, but is, like, crying, hysterics, Mm -hmm. and they drag her parents downstairs to the basement. Um, One of the intruders shoots her dad twice, once in the shoulder and then once in the face through his eye. Ooh. And Bick, the mother, sees this and starts screaming and they shoot her three times in the head and she's dead immediately. This At this point, Jennifer is still tied upstairs. Yeah, she's just hearing stuff. Literally, That's it's just terrifying. hearing it. Um, she manages to maneuver, like contorts her body in a way that she can pull her phone out of her waistband and she calls 911. Um, she's screaming and is, like the 911 call is like, it's super super chilling it's what the case file episode starts with oh um and it's i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it like it's really messed up but you can hear like she says she hears banging um which are the gunshots um she says she doesn't know where her parents are she's tied up and about at the 34 second mark of the 911 call you can hear a groaning noise and that is her dad who woke up after being shot in the eye oh no and has managed to drag his body upstairs to the front door and run into the front yard screaming and you can hear that on the 911 no um i have to listen to this it's so fucked up but he he wakes up he had seen his wife dead and immediately like dragged his body upstairs runs from the basement manages to leave the house and you can hear like you can even hear the door opening um he's screaming wildly and a neighbor also calls 911 okay um the paramedics arrive Bick was dead immediately as soon as she was shot so there's no saving her but han and jennifer are brought to a hospital um the bullet that had shot han had just barely grazed a major major artery if it had been even like a centimeter closer he would have been killed Um, But it shattered a bone near his eye. It put bullet fragments all in his face. (laughs) (laughs) It's the slow pickup. But um, it shattered a bone in his eye. It put bullet fragments into his face. And it shattered a bone in his neck. So, like, he's fucked ass up. Yeah. Um, But they put him into a medically induced coma. And they they were not confident that he was going to be able to wake up. Oh, no. So, around 3 a.m. that night, the police finally get to talk to Jennifer, who at this point is uh, still in hysterics. I'm sure. Literally. Um, 
But she explained what had happened to the best of her ability, but was sent home because, you know, she is a, she, th- her parents were just murdered. Yeah. Um, two days later, they call her back to explain everything again. And they use this tactic, which I think is super interesting, but um, they, they have you explain what happened once, right? Mm-hmm. And then they call you back a second time, a few days later, a few hours later, whatever. And they have you explain everything again, but as if you were looking at it from the ceiling. Oh, so like, like a bird's, a eye, bird's view. eye view. That's interesting. Um, and it's like to try and pull things that you may have missed or like. Think, think of the, the a bigger picture. Exactly. So like at that point she could give more of a um a description of like where the men might have been like what direction she was tied up in they also had her um demonstrate like how she contorted her body to get her phone which is like she did it like she showed them how because her hands were tied behind her back and her phone was in her waistband so she kind of did this weird maneuver of like moving her hands forward pulling it out what have you Um, the police at this point, though, were getting a little suspicious of her because some things didn't line up that Uh, she was telling them. uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Wait. Um, for one thing... I wasn't getting that. (laughs) Right, I think I wasn't getting that. Um, one thing that was really noticeable was that the keys to her father's Lexus was right by the front door. And if this was a robbery, why didn't they steal the car? Um, the car could have easily, like, it was literally right there, and the car was in the parking lot. The thieves also had not brought any bags with them or anything to contain, like, stolen goods. Um, they didn't bring anything to restrain them, which is why Jennifer was tied up with shoelaces. She, they didn't bring rope or zip ties. And why would they kill two witnesses but leave a third tied up upstairs? Yeah. Um, Jennifer, though, was completely rattled by everything that happened. She was extremely compliant with the police. Like, any, anything they wanted from her, she gave them, like, the demonstrating how she got her phone out. Like, she, obviously, she couldn't explain why the robbers did what they did. Yeah. But she complied, and she gave them everything they needed up until they asked her for her phone records. And then she had a lot of questions, like, oh, no, how far would they have to go back? Um, What were they looking for? Why did they need her phone? Um, What could they pretend? What did they think they were going to find? Oh, no. Um, By November 22nd, it's Jennifer's third interview, and it's 12 days after um, police realized that she wasn't telling the truth. And when they began pushing her, um a lot more information begins to come out oh so this is the story of jennifer pan oh that was the intro sequence (laughs) oh no (laughs) that was what plays before the The credit like the opening credits yeah um so she's born in 1986 to vietnamese born in immigrants who had moved from vietnam to canada her parents bick and han um they worked really hard to give their children like opportunities that they didn't have because they had two children um after years and years and years of saving and being frugal and working really hard they had enough money to buy a large house 
Um, they were surrounded by friends and people of their culture. They're thriving. Bic actually starts driving a fucking Mercedes because she's a God-given queen. And then they, um, they, they're, they're doing really well for themselves. And they are described as the Canadian immigrant success story. Like they, okay. yeah. they wanted what was best for their children and it manifested in some toxic ways. Yeah. So they set like crazy high standards, like demanding excellency. Um, Jennifer is the oldest. She has a brother, Felix, who was three years younger than her. But at four years old, she was put into piano and figure skating. And she trained every day of the week after school so she'd sometimes get home at 10 p.m from figure skating and then do her homework for elementary school until like midnight or one in the morning and then have to be up at six again the next day um, okay she was hoping to be an olympic figure skating champion at wow. four years old that's what she was training for that's so cool um and her parents encouraged it like they wanted her to be successful but she tore a ligament in her knee Oh. So that was kind of off the table. But she was really good at piano, though, and was getting, like, all these awards. There's cases full of awards in their home. Um, she, After she tears the ligament in her knee, she starts uh, playing the flute in band. And so earlier I mentioned, like, there's a an expose written about Jennifer and her family. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from one of Jennifer's friends in high school who was also in band with her. Um, Her name was Karen, and she described Jennifer's dad as the typical tiger dad, and that Bic was, like, his reluctant accomplice. So, like, Han was really the one who was pushing for, like, the strict scheduling of his children, and Bic was just kind of there. Didn't didn't push against it. That. They monitored everything that their kids did. Like, everything. Um, They picked her every day up every day when school let out, and they were really strict about her schedule and her academics. She wasn't allowed to date or go to, like, school dances or anything, um, like prom. Mm -hmm. They monitored all of her extracurriculars. Um, She wasn't allowed to hang out with anyone outside of school unless it was for an extracurricular. And if, on the rare occasion, she was allowed to sleep over at someone's house, they would drop her off really late at night and then pick her up really early the next morning. Oh, so it was just to sleep. No, literally. It was just kind of, like, trying to, like, what's the word? You didn't have time to do anything that other than what they wanted. But it's like they were really trying to, to get all of the productivity that they could out of her schedule. Um, and they specifically did not want her to be distracted. Like, that was, they couldn't. No free time. That. Um, So she graduates from eighth grade, and she'd been a top student, but she didn't get valedictorian. And no awards, no academic awards, no nothing. And it threw her for a loop. Like, her parents thought this was unacceptable, this isn't who you are, that kind of thing. And it sent her spiraling because she had expected to get awards. Yeah. And um, instead of outwardly expressing it, though, she told everyone she was completely fine. And she called this her happy mask. Um, It was extra fucked because, like, she was described as pretty charismatic. Like, people liked her. She she was one of those people who could walk up to anybody and make conversation. Um, And specifically, it was described as, like, if you had her attention, you had all of it. Like, she was focused on you in that moment. Um, but below that was like 
a lot of feelings of shame and inadequacy whenever she like that was also like whenever she failed to get first place in like piano or figure skating competitions she would hide how upset she was from her parents because she also knew that they were upset with her yeah um one story actually says that like bick noticed something was up and tried to comfort her by saying you know all we want from you is your best just do what you can but like she was already so far gone at yeah that she point. was already so upset um she unfortunately starts to self-harm oh no and halfway through her freshman year of high school she's getting straight c's um so the only class she's like really excelling in is music um but it's still unacceptable to her parents mm-hmm. especially like and what gets me is that c's aren't bad yeah the whole like, thing c's get degrees that's know? average you know like she's not a straight a student but she's not failing yeah um but she begins to forge her report cards so oh. she found her system it's like it involved old report cards white out and a copy machine and she would kind of like mod podge things together a new report card um that fooled her parents into thinking she was getting straight a's oh so they like they stopped knowing know. about the c's and she didn't think it was a big deal because to her uh, universities didn't really care about your freshman and sophomore year grades they just cared about your gpa mm-hmm. so she does like she kind of convinces herself that she'll, that she'll, everything's okay that everything's okay um and she does this all throughout high school oh for all four years yeah um so her friend who wrote the article talks about like how she could also like really relate to jennifer because her parents were also asian immigrants very focused on her success like it, yeah. it's a similar story just a different ending specifically she said that no matter how good she was or how talented her parents would never compliment her because the prevailing theory in her culture was that flattery spoiled ambition is what they said yeah you kind of you're like oh they're already proud exactly i can see where like that idea comes from but that's so like it's such a strange way to that and it's also like a lot of work but not the reward you want you know because like no one recognizes that you are working that and it's also like you're it's not like you're being handed a participation trophy either this girl was like winning awards and to never be and, like yeah. congratulated or, or complimented on that by your parents is such a like, like strange tactic. At some point, you stop wanting to win. You know, it's not like you're not competing because you want to get first place. You're not excelling in school because you want A's. You're doing that because you want your parents' recognition. Yeah, you you. And if you're doing all that, it's all the work but no reward. Like if you're not getting the recognition from your parents and you're just getting yeah, especially the if a you like from a young trophy. age always like are excelling at these things. It's yeah. like you kind of become used to 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 that yeah to, to the idea of like to winning or maybe not even winning but placing and stuff yeah. like that. You you've done it so much at that point. It's not like it's as exciting as when yeah. you're little. So you're like, well, I want this, not. Yeah. I've got all this. Yeah. I've gotten all the the winning. I want I want my parents to recognize that. And if they right. just never give it. Literally. Um, so when she's in 11th, 11th grade, she meets this guy named Daniel Wong. They meet because he played trumpet in band. Okay. 
So their relationship was platonic until a band trip in 2003. They performed in a concert hall full of smokers, and Jennifer had, like, a severe asthma attack. Um, so she couldn't breathe, and Daniel kind of stepped in as, like, a knight in shining armor, like, took her outside and talked to her and helped her kind of calm down and start to breathe. Um, he kind of came to her rescue, and that summer they started dating in secrecy. Yeah, as I say, is it still not allowed? That. So after all like throughout high school she'd obviously been lying and all this stuff but she does manage to get into ryerson university um she'd actually gotten in with early admission and her parents were fine with it like they wanted her to go to the university of toronto but they were kind of like it's okay um we'll settle for this like at least you got into college yeah and they wanted her to go to university of toronto for pharmacy so she kind of makes this deal with them that she'd go to Ryerson for two years and then transfer is what she wanted to do. Unfortunately, her senior year, uh, she fails calculus and her early admission is revoked. Oh, no. She couldn't bear to tell her parents, though. Uh, she couldn't bear to tell anyone. So she just doesn't. Oh, she, like, fakes that she's in college? She fakes graduating from high school. And she fakes going to college. How do you fake graduate? That. But she just starts going to college. Like, going in air quotes. Without actually, like, going. What does she do? So, well, first of all, her parents, they're still very, very strict during this whole time. Like, by the age of 22, she'd never been to a club. She'd never gone, been drunk. She'd never gone on a trip with her without her parents. Like, they're very, very, very strict. But... When she starts, quote, unquote, going to college, they're, like, a little more lenient to an extent. You know, they're not dropping her off and picking her up at school anymore. Like, she's allowed to pick to take public transit and all that stuff. Um, so every day, she would pack her backpack and take a bus downtown. She would go to public libraries. She would go visit Daniel, where he was at university. Um, he went to York University. And she also got a job. Like, she started working at a, as a server and a bartender at the restaurant that Daniel worked at. Okay. All without her parents knowing. Her parents think she's going to college. That's insane. That's, I just, like, it's cool, but it sucks that it had to happen. That. Like, but she. And apparently, like, Han would often ask her about school, but Bic would tell him not to nag. You know, like, and it's, she, she was committed, you know, like, she forged documents to make it look like she got financial aid and scholarships so that her parents didn't have to worry about the money. Um, and her lies, like, keep, just keep piling and on. And they think she's got A's, so, like, she why was, wouldn't she be getting scholarships? She was going to libraries and watching videos and, like, faking notes for classes so that she would have something to show her parents. Like, was filling notebooks with notes for fake college classes. Oh, my gosh. The commitment. The, I would never be able to, like, think that up. No. I'd just be like, yeah, I'm going to college. Trust me. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me. Um, but two years, two years into this. How? Her oh dad asks about the transfer. Are you still going to transfer? Um, so... Instead of telling them that she hadn't been in college this whole time, she forges transfer applications and transfer paperwork and more scholarship information and financial information to make it look like 
she transferred to the University of Toronto for pharmacology. Bro, that's insane. Isn't it? And uh, I don't know what to say. Like, she went as far as to buy textbooks, dude. For classes she's not in. That took take, like, filling notebooks full of fake notes, buying textbooks, like, and she also lied to her friends. Like, yeah, nobody knew, right? So some people in her life, obviously, like, like Daniel. Daniel and some other friends did know that there was something happening. Um, but she was just kind of lying to everybody, you know? Like, no one really got the full truth of what was going on. Yeah, everybody just had puzzle pieces. That. And to her, like, to her friends, she would turn around and, like, amplify her dad's meddling. Like, she would make... Like, she told a bunch of her friends that her dad um, hired a private investigator to follow her and all this stuff. That never happened. Like, she was just... Like, anything to cover your tracks. Literally. Um, But because she was so busy with school, (laughs) quote-unquote, and, like, her commute was so long, she asks her parents if she can move closer to campus. Specifically, she has a friend named Topaz. This friend is a real person. What a pretty name. But she wasn't actually moving in with Topaz. Oh. Um, Bick convinces Han that it was a good idea because she did feel bad that Jennifer was commuting so much. Um, And what they agree to is that, like, three nights a week she can stay at Topaz's house. So it's, like, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then she'd be home, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Um, she wasn't actually going there, though. She was going to stay at Daniel's house. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, three nights a week. And she was lying to Daniel's parents, too, and telling Daniel's parents that her parents were okay and aware of the setup. And that, like, even sometimes Daniel's parents would, like, try and push because they would want to meet Han and Bick, and Jennifer would just lie, like, her way out of it. So that, how do you keep up with the lies? Literally. I would forget all of them. And Daniel, like, Daniel has stuck with her this whole time. Like, is completely aware that her parents are kind of crazy and super overprotective. And they'd been sneaking de- together, like, sneaking around together for so long that it was It's, like, natural, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Daniel, like, actively sold drugs. Oh, cool. It was, like, weed, mostly, and maybe some other things. But, like, he also wasn't the best influence on her in general. Like, he's not a bad boyfriend. Like, he's not abusive or anything. But he's... Just, like, a bad boy. He's not what Bick and Han would want. Yeah. Um, So, Jennifer's graduation rolls around. (laughs) Oh, no. This has been four and a half years worth of lying. Because keep in mind, she also told them she graduated from high school. And she didn't. And she didn't. And had been going to college for four years. And she didn't. Um, so she and Daniel hire someone to create a fake transcript with all A's. A fake college transcript with all A's. And when her parents insisted on going to her graduation ceremony, she made up a lie that her graduating class was too big, so every student only got one ticket. And she didn't think that one parent would want to be there without the other, so she sold it to a friend, is what she told them. Oh my god. <laughs> I like, how do you think of that? Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be like, uh, it got canceled, rain. <laughs> Rained out. But she, Forever. she said that she had this, like, mental strategy to deal with all the lying. And she said she rationalized it. 
sort of like a shark mentality. Like she had to keep going because otherwise she would lose everything. Yeah, like, no, I see just that. Just keep swimming. When you lie for four years and fake going to college. <laughs> that. How do you drop that news? So. By the way, parents, I never went. <laughs> what have I been doing for four years? Who knows? This is where things start to unravel, though. The, I knew we'd hit that. At it's some a point. little sketchy, right? Um, but her parents don't say anything. So after she quote unquote graduates, she tells them that she's volunteering at a children's hospital called Sick Kids in Toronto. Um, but this is this is when she starts to get busted because she's going to work every day, but she doesn't have a uniform or like an ID badge or anything. So, and she's also just acting really sketch about it. I'm sure. Um, so one day, Han insists that they drive her to work. It's insistent. Um, so as they pull up to the hospital, Jennifer gets out of the car and she walks in and he turns to Bick and tells her, follow her. So Bick does. She gets out of the car. She follows Jennifer into the hospital and Jennifer knows she's being tailed by her mom. So she hides where in the waiting room for like literal hours until her mom leaves hours hours what (laughs) and the next morning at like 6 a.m they call topaz oh no and they ask her if she's living there and topaz it's 6 a.m topaz is topaz does not have the mental capacity Topaz says, no, she's never lived with me. Oh, no, not Topaz. And it, this, yeah, that's, it's kind of like. Did she not tell Topaz to, no. like, lie for, dang. <laughs> Should I told Topaz? It's like, I don't, if I get a call from my friend's parents, hey, are they with you? Absolutely. <laughs> they, what do you mean? Oh, she left her, she actually left her jacket in my car. Like, yep. Yeah. Lie. Always. Protect the people. But, like, Topaz, it, it's 6 a.m. Like, poor Topaz does not know what's going Topaz on. Topaz probably just woke up and is like, who and is she? And this is also one of the nights that she is supposed to be at Topaz's house. Oh, no. So that's why they called her and essentially, like, they were like, is she there? Topaz was like, no. She's never been here. What are you talking about? Oh, no. Topaz. So they confront Jennifer. And Jennifer has a full-on mental breakdown. Yeah. And admits, admits to everything. Wow. Well, she leaves some bits out. Specifically that she never graduated high school. Oh. Like, her parents do find that out, but they don't find it out until, like, a little bit later. But she admits that she'd never gone to college. That's crazy. Um, I couldn't imagine ever saying anything with that weight. That. She says she was living with Daniel. Um, and, like, Bic, Bic is crying. Bick is also crying and he's having a, a full-on mental breakdown right beside her daughter. Her dad, though, is just stone. That's so scary. And he's just in complete shock. He actually wants to throw her out. No. And it's Bick who is like, no, you you have to, no, you can't. You can't kick her out of the house. Like, And so they let her stay, but they become like, if we thought she was, they were strict before, Oh, honey. Like, no, I'm sure they like crack down. It's so much worse. 
so they take her phone and her laptop away and she's only allowed to use them if one of them is in the room with her um they had surprise checks of her text messages and she wasn't she obviously wasn't allowed to see daniel she is has to quit all of her jobs except she was like also teaching piano on the side so she's allowed to keep that one but she has to quit all of her serving jobs um they also start tracking the odometer on her car to like monitor her mileage and shit and her mom her mom is pretty much with her at all times wow so she did tell jennifer like her mom is the 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 accomplice you know like her mom was the one who would like let Jennifer use her phone and all that kind of stuff, um, so that she that could reminds occasionally... me of, like the Yamato case, but like from episode one when when Grant got all the stuff taken away, but the mom was the mm-hmm. one that like let him have the phone yeah. and like was kind of like the accomplice. Right, it's a lot like that. But it's like, yeah, it's it, pretty much exactly like that. Yeah, except that. This is a little... They were actually strict this time. Yeah. It wasn't like Chad was strict. Chad was strict. <laughs> and it's also... Jennifer wasn't committing credit card fraud. Yeah, no. There was a little bit... But it's like... She di- called... She, she like committed col- college other, fraud. It's forgery. She... Yeah. They're all, That's cool. It's kind of the same. That's so cool. But... Um, history repeats itself. <laughs> but... Uh, he would have been the repetition. Yeah. He came after. Because that happened in 2008. 18? 19. 19. And this is uh, 2009 right now. Yeah. So Whoa. That's really cool. We traced it. We figured it out. Maybe Good Grant guys. was inspired. Whoa. Let's ask Grant. Call him up. Bet. Ring, ring. <laughs> um, so her mom is with her at all times because Jennifer's essentially on house arrest, right? Yeah, no. She can't leave except to teach piano. And even then, her parents are monitoring her car to make sure that's all she does that making sure that she's only driving that far and driving straight back and that's if they don't drop her off and pick her up um themselves and in the house they're also like she doesn't she's not allowed her laptop or her phone except if they're in the room so if she wants to do anything she has to be sitting directly next to them yeah um in february of 2009 she posted on facebook living in my house is like living under house arrest she also has posted that no person knows everything about me. No two people put together knows everything about me. I like being a mystery. Wow. Bold. Bold. That's um, one way to put it. So, like I said, like, her parents don't, un- like, when she has that breakdown the first time, she doesn't admit to failing out of high school, but she does eventually get there and explain that that's the reason she couldn't, because they, they were pushing for her to apply to university because they thought that she'd finished high school. Yeah. Um, so when they find out that she didn't finish high school, they start pushing for her to finish. So she has to take that last calculus, calculus class. Um, and her parents are also trying to get her to actually apply to university. And she is being monitored the whole time. So they're making sure. They're making sure the applications go. And that. But... As they're cracking down on her, she is still madly in love with Daniel. But she can't see him because of how restricted it's becoming. And so she gets, like, crazy lonely. Um, Yeah, I'm sure. And because of the stress on their relationship, he breaks up with her. Oh, no. She's heartbroken. Like, actually attempts suicide. Oh. And it's only worse when she finds out that Daniel is seeing a new girl. 
named Christine. So, to try and get him back, she tells Daniel that a man had knocked on her front door and flashed her a police badge, and when he opened the door, a group of men rushed in and assaulted her in the foyer of her house. Like, gang rape yeah. is what she says. Um, she continues this bizarre lie by saying that a few days later, she got a bullet in an envelope in the mail, and the whole time she's telling Daniel this story, she's implying that Christine was responsible. What? You want to know the best part? Daniel fucking believes her. What? And he breaks up with Christine and gets back together with Jennifer. But this man knows she's been lying the whole time. That. Like, at what point do you have to take a second and think, she's lying to everybody else. Like, when is she going to start lying to me? Or has she already? Like, I would, I couldn't. I don't, that. I don't have the brain power for this. That. (laughs) And it's, like, telling, no, a bullet in her mail, like, that's, that's a little much. Yeah. It's taking it, I mean, she's already kind of taken it, everything to the extreme. Why, I mean. That's so crazy. Yeah. So. How do you mail a bullet? You put it in an envelope (laughs) with a stamp and an address. But does nobody, like, question, like, huh. There's a strangely bullet, like, hold it up the light, like, this kind of looks like a bullet in there. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a pill. I don't know. That's How just seemed... big are bullets? I, I mean, it depends on what size you buy. Not now all... we're getting to the real nitty-gritty questions. I want to know the make and model. <laughs> what gun did this bullet supposedly come from? And how did Christine allegedly get her hands on it? Call him up. Rest in peace. Around this time, um, Jennifer reconnects with a friend from high school. His name is Andrew Montemayor, which is a crazy name. I put the pronunciation in it in my notes. (laughs) Um, He was kind of like a bad boy, you know? Like, he liked to brag that he robbed people. Oh. Yeah. His whole thing was like, yeah, I I robbed somebody at knife point in the park by my house. Don't just admit to that. That. Like, that's (laughs) assault, bro. (laughs) I could just tattle on you. Um, He denies it like he denies ever telling jennifer that that happened but jennifer says that that's what like drew her to andrew um so she tells him about how controlling her dad is and he confesses that at one point like he fantasized about killing his own father and that sort of like wiggles its way into jennifer's head oh no and so she starts to fantasize about how great it would be to not be restrained to live without being under her dad's thumb andrew actually introduces her to his roommate his name is ricardo duncan um she says that she paid ricardo to kill her parents she paid she says that she paid him fifteen hundred dollars to kill her dad in the parking lot of his work but that he stopped answering her calls and jennifer says that he ripped her off Uh, is what happened duncan says though that that didn't happen uh duncan says that she gave him two hundred dollars for a night out and that he returned it when she asked him to kill her parents it's like i don't know who to believe yeah who's covering whose tracks at what point that how do you know who's lying more but she starts to talk to daniel and hatch a plan and they realize that jennifer's parents have a life insurance policy that is for half a million dollars Ooh no 
and it's in like um so Daniel like I I said earlier that Daniel isn't like exactly squeaky clean you know Mm -hmm. like he he sold weed at college and all this stuff but he still like made it to college and was like doing pretty okay for himself like yeah made an honest living selling drugs um (laughs) (laughs) but he'd gotten like some less than ideal friends and specifically there's one guy named Lenford Crawford aka homeboy is what they call him that's such like a book name they decided that they would have crawford execute her parents and then they would collect the life insurance policy so they ask him his rate how much would you do it for crawford says usually usually i charge about 20 grand um but for you i'd do it for 10 since we're such good friends half price man so jennifer jennifer has an iphone that that's like what her parents know and what her parents are monitoring um, but she got a Samsung flip phone with a SIM card. Oh. And this is how she communicated with him. After several weeks of back and forth, on the morning of November 8th. We're back to the beginning. They decide that today is the day. Um, there was actually a brief time in there, in between there, where Daniel, like, breaks up with her and then goes back to Christine and it's this whole thing. And Jennifer calls the whole thing off. And Daniel does this whole, like... I thought you wanted to do this for yourself. And Jennifer's like, well, if I do this, I have nowhere to go. Like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, I'm just um, stuck. And there was uh, there was all this sort of, like, petty drama, though. Like, you you breaking up with me, so now we can't kill my parents. That's insane. Um, But it, it took weeks for them to actually pick November 8th. Um, And that night, what she did was she like flicked the lights of the study like she first of all disarms the alarm system in the house while her parents are upstairs and then she flicks the light in the study to kind of tell them like hey it's go time Mm -hmm. and that night they show up um and it's three men so it's lenford and then two others but not like daniel is not with them physically i don't think no he's not there and there's also um a getaway car Okay. Like, there's a... It was organized. Um, So, that night, they show up, and they are... Like, that whole... That night plays out. Han is put into the medically induced coma. Like, they thought they got away with it. But three days later, Han wakes up, and he remembers everything. Oh. Specifically, um, he remembers seeing his daughter talking to the intruders quote like a friend would um he rem- he says that she was never tied up oh and that um she was led around the house so november 22nd her third interview she breaks down and starts to admit to everything right everything that happened the interrogating officer is um a man named william goats he told her that he had computer software that could detect lies and that they had satellites to use infrared technology to analyze movement in buildings and all this like he's telling her essentially like i know that you're um like you did something and it's also important to note neither of these things are true obviously but in canada police are legally allowed to lie to the people they're interrogating terrifying that um Actually, I don't know if that's the case now still, but it was the case at the time. 
2008. So he used what's called the Reed technique to get her confession, which involves a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure on the interviewee. And then you follow that immediately with sympathy and like offer to kind of help them out. You, you just need to know what's going on so that you can help them. Like, yeah, after putting all the pressure. Um, but I can only help you if, if you admit to yeah, it. Yeah, you got to comply to get help. Um, so the detective, William, says he tells her that she he knows she was involved. Um, he knew that she lied and that it was in her best interest to fess up. And Jennifer, hunched over and sobbing, starts to repeatedly ask, but what would happen to me? What happens to me? Mm-hmm. So she essentially is like, yeah, that's all accurate. Um, so she explains that she's the one who unlocked the door, disarmed the alarms, like gave the signal to the intruders, and they followed her instructions to shoot her parents um, and then pretend that it was a home invasion. Her final interview takes four hours, and in it she is still lying. Like she tells them that this whole thing was like an elaborate plan to commit suicide. Like she claims... murder-suicide kind of... Well, she claims that she didn't want to be alive anymore, and so she hired, but she couldn't do it herself. So she hired Lenford. Um, she also, in the interview, pretended not to know his real name. She called him homeboy the whole time. She hired him to kill her. But around September, she'd realized that her relationship with her parents had gotten better, so she called it off. But somewhere along there, there's a miscommunication, and they showed up anyway and killed her parents by accident. So it's kind of like disconnecting herself from the situation. Yeah, like saying this, like, I, I called it off. I agreed to it initially, but I changed my mind. Like, I didn't want it anymore, but it still happened. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the police obviously didn't believe her, though. Yeah, she's lied this whole time. They arrested her, and they also arrested Daniel plus the other three guys after looking at her phone. Um, they charged all five of them with first-degree murder, attempted murder, and conspiracy to commit murder. All, all of them pled not guilty. And the trial begins, and it's as easy as pulling up text messages of, from Jennifer's phone going like, is today good? Does today work? Oh, my like, gosh. Like, how are all, of our, are all of our schedules lining up? Like, can we kill my parents tonight? Oh, my gosh. And so the trial begins March 19th of 2014. They thought it would only last six months, but it lasts ten. Jennifer was on the stand for seven days, bobbing and weaving in, like, this – it's almost funny. Like, she's trying to to explain away the text messages in a way that, like, doesn't make her look bad, but there's no way to explain it. Yeah, you're like... And it's... Scheduling it's a murder. mess. And she's desperately trying to convince the jury that while she did order a hit on her dad originally, three months later, she wanted nothing to do with it, you know? So, like, she's trying to say, I did order it originally but there was a miscommunication. We tried to cancel it. Yeah, let's... Um, so for the charge of first degree, Jennifer got an automatic life sentence with no chance of parole for 25 years. Um, and for the attempted murder of her dad, she got another life sentence to be cons- to be served consecutively. She's also banned from ever speaking to Daniel again. And Daniel and the other two, two of the other guys got the same sentence. The third guy, um, his name was Eric Cardi. His trial was declared a mistrial, like something weird happened. His lawyer got sick or something. It was declared a mistrial, but 
he changed and ended up pleading guilty after the mistrial because he said that he didn't want to put han through another criminal trial oh um so like i included that because i was like oh that's kind of sweet even though he did try he was trying to Um, kill him he got an 18 year sentence is what he got but he so all of them though are put in prison Mm -hmm. um han and his and her jennifer's little brother felix who's been kind of like mia this whole yeah, time. yeah i was gonna ask that earlier where was felix actually in college okay he yeah. was like doing stuff like he was actually like moving on with his life but they um filed a motion with the judge to also get jennifer banned from ever speaking with them again and jennifer's lawyer is like no 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 let's not do that and the judge is like absolutely let's do that <laughs> yeah and signs away on it um but they both wrote victim impact statements for court. Han says that when he lost his wife, he lost his daughter at the same time and that he feels dead too. Aww. And he, so it's it's sad. Like he can't work because of his injuries anymore. And he also has like severe anxiety and insomnia. Um, he lives with relatives because he can't be by himself. Um, her little brother actually moved moved away because he didn't want like the stigma of her family, and to this day, like they they've never contacted her again. Wow. Yeah. So that was the story of Jennifer Pan. That's crazy. Did it ring any bells at all? No, I've never heard of that. That's insane to me. Cause I, I don't feel know. Like I've heard this story so many times. Yeah, that's so weird. But it's yeah. I mean. Part of it felt familiar, but I also think I saw like a a, a show, an episode of a show based on yeah, like the case. It's a really, it's like a relatively famous case. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like Eliza Lamb. Like most people haven't heard the real case of Eliza Lamb. Yeah. But if you start explaining the story, like oh, I watched one of the five movies that yeah. are based on it. So like it, it's it's one of those things that it I. I do, parts of it did ring bells, but I, I don't think I've ever actually heard the real case. I yeah. think I saw something based on it. Which is, the real case in and of itself, it sounds fake. Yeah, like it's she, one of those, like, you can't imagine it. She's 27 years old and had lied for the majority of her life. Yeah, lied Insane. away college. Right. How do you get away with that big of a lie for four years? College. With strict parents. It's not like her parents were like, okay, cool, whatever. It's like her parents checked. Her and notebook. She got good at it, too, like, forging documents, like, making it look like she got scholarships and, and the things. Covered like, her bases. Bought textbooks, dude. Like, she was committed. I, I like, like, it's crazy that she took notes. Like, yeah. she took the time to watch videos, but, like, look, I'm learning. Yeah. Like, she. It's so crazy that that much pressure was on her that she couldn't admit to failing one class and needing to, like, retake it. Yeah. She lied for, for four and a half years because she couldn't admit to one failure. That. If she would have, like, just, like, hey, I need to take calculus again, her parents would have been disappointed and probably would have cracked down too then, but could have gone to college. Yeah. And could have, like, actually studied. And my thing is also, like, she was living with her parents all throughout her fake college, but was working. Like, at that point, why don't you just save up enough money and leave? Or save up enough money and pay to take the last course. Right. And then lie about when you started college, but, like, eventually have actually Actually gone to college. Like, I want to know. I have so many questions. (laughs) Like, Like, I don't know. The way she lied is impressive, but it's also, like, 
why that way? Like, that. what 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 was keeping her from from taking that last calculus course, or why didn't she want to? Like, did she not want to go to college at that point? Like, was she already right. set on serving for like doing serving work or or doing piano lessons? Like, that was it. That's where she wanted to be. Like, was she comfortable with that? Like, I have so many questions about how her lies came up and why they right why just give up on school why did they manifest that way yeah that's like how i've and like oh my gosh i couldn't imagine forging that much paperwork and never getting caught that i feel like i would have been caught the first time with my shitty whiteout and copy machine job yeah, I feel like I would have forgotten to cover something up. I'm not a good liar. Like, <laughs> no, like, oh my gosh. To have strict parents and to be good at lying seems like it doesn't go hand in hand. That it seems like they, the, the, like, at least from, like, the explanation of them is, like, they were always on her. Yeah. So they would, like, know when she was lying and stuff. But to, like, because if you have nonchalant parents that don't care and you lie, it's not like they're going to check up on anything. Right, but these are, they're, like, reading her text messages and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and never caught on. That's not she, oh my gosh, the, like the, the stress of that, that like I can't keep up. I couldn't keep up with one lie. She had 50,000. <laughs> and it was also like the, the size combination of, of lying to Daniel's parents, lying to her own parents, lying to her friends. Yeah, you have to know to who, what you lied to who. That and like stories were getting crossed. Like, and then there's also the stuff with you can't believe her when she says that I hired this person to kill my parents the first time and they blew me off because that person's story is telling Doesn't you something different and you have lied this entire time. Why would you be telling the truth here? Or how do we know if you're telling the truth here? Oh my gosh, that's insane. To just lie away four years of your life. That, over and that. And not get caught by she'd anyone. Been she, when this all happened, she was 27. She... She's we, forging her her report her, cards in, yeah. in high school. So she'd been lying since she was what? When do you start high school? Like 14, 15? And, and when yeah. this happened, she's 27. So that's almost 10 years. Oh, my gosh. Worth of minor lies turning into bigger lies. It's like a snowball. You know, you're pushing. Like, dude. When I, Okay. Like I said, I heard this story like years and years and years ago from a YouTube video and I can, I can still vividly remember the title was something like tiger parenting kills or something like that. And it was just something I put on in the background. And I remember like having to stop and be like, whoa, wait a second. This yeah. just gets weirder and it never gets better. And then re-listening to it and having somebody like put all of the pieces of the case together for me again from the and that's why we drink episode like christine did a really good job and like obviously i went and pulled even more information adding other details like because it just didn't stop that's cr- oh i like and you feel bad for her too for like being right. so stressed that she couldn't admit to her parents that like look i made a mistake for the first time ever like right. i made a mistake that's so great, like, that's the idea of the strict parenting like that, just destroying your ability to ever make a mistake and, it, and it, admit that to your parents. And it starts off small, right? Like, her freshman year, she's just changing her report cards because in her brain, it's temporary. In her brain, it's like, ah, this one bad report card, I'll change it this one time, and I'll fix it next semester. I'll, but I'll... it allows her freedom. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to, like, study away her life. That, and it's also, like, once you do it once, 
and you find for lack like an easy way out of lying and then it it turns into every report card and then it turns into pretending to graduate from high school and then it turns into pretending to go to college it's so sad like she couldn't it's a defense mechanism at that point i'm i'm lonely i just need like friends parents please that also like not allowing your child social relationships it's first of all toxic and i'm i'm not trying to blame them because obviously it wasn't their fault you do you do feel some sympathy for that you you don't it doesn't excuse what she did but you do it's also, an explanation yeah it's an explanation not an excuse and yeah it's, uh, everything about this story is tragic yeah because especially like the testimonies from people who knew her when she was young like talking about how charismatic she was and like the fact that she was genuinely talented musically but that got overshadowed by her inability to like be honest with her parents because she she had to be successful for them not even for herself like she was she faked success for her parents yeah and then like was comfortable living doing whatever like not going to school anymore that oh my gosh that's insane and it's it's like her parents didn't do it to be malicious either. It's like that they just it was from the culture. It was her. like they they fought so hard and wanted, like didn't want her to not fight hard too, you know. Yeah. And like I can see where it comes from, but it sucks that like that's how it manifested. Yeah, it like it you know if they were just like a little bit less strict in like some ways, it could have gone a whole different way. Right. And again, not blaming them, but it's like it's so weird to see how culture and like their lives played into their parenting style yeah and then how that kind of manifested in her in like her stress that and how it turned drama and it's also like the other brother like turned out fine yeah and it's like it's also the you want to know his part of the story like were they a little bit more lenient because he was younger he's the younger he's also a boy that too which plays into it like because older daughters oldest daughter syndrome is real like you're held to a different expectation when you are the oldest and also a girl because you're also expected to like be a caretaker for your younger siblings as well as like yourself excellency and all this stuff like but somehow her brother came out of it you know not hiring a hit on their parents yeah i I wonder i wonder like if if it never got to the hit point, but, like, she was still under all of the, like, had finally admitted to it, like, mm-hmm. h- how long they would have stayed that strict? That. Like, would they have ever left, her, like, let her off the, the, the chain? Like, right. It feels like the answer would be no, right? Because but they, they also, it, like. they've been doing this for 27 years. But if, it, like, if she, like, if she would have actually, like, applied to college and gone, like, would yeah. they eventually have been, like, all right, you had a hiccup and we're. But would they ever trust her again? Like, if she had applied and gone to college, like, I feel like the next step would have been literally going to her classes with her. Wow. Or, like, yeah. something extra dramatic. Or, to like, guarantee. making her commute. Yeah. Or moving with her. Right. Like, moving on Because they would have wanted her. to guarantee that she was actually doing it this time instead of lying. Wow. Yeah. You, you wonder, like, what kind of life she would have lived after. Right. Ugh. It's crazy. The people, like, and she was obviously brilliant. 
yeah. person because she thought of all of this and got away with it. Right. Like, was just smart. It's so it's so weird that that's how it happened. It's wasted potential. That, yeah, and just, like, the burnout of it. Yeah. was obviously talented and smart and, like, a charismatic person, but the stress just burned her out. And, and she turned so in. Sad. Yeah, it's that's so crazy. It's so sad. But yeah, that's such a, like that was really interesting. I like that. It's a good story. Originally, I think I already told you, but originally I was gonna do the Turpin family, and then I was like, this isn't true crime. This is just child abuse. Yeah, <laughs> but like even it that is. story had like weird hiccups in it. Yeah, but the ones with like weird. What would have happened if like one thing? didn't happen the way it did yeah it you can't you you could talk about the what ifs on every case for whatever right but some of them just really hit hard it's, it's like, like the trigger what yeah. if the trigger hadn't been there but like everything else stayed yeah that's so this one is just like how would her how would her parents handle it for the rest of her life yeah would she have literally been stuck for the rest of her life that that's so crazy it is it's absolutely insane and like the only good part about it is that she didn't get away with it you know like she yeah she was caught she and everybody else and daniel are all in prison as they should be yeah because lying will not get you anywhere literally lying and also killing your parents don't do that yeah kids (laughs) don't do that it won't it won't get you out of it you'll just get stuck it'll catch up with you eventually it has to there's no way you can lie to everyone you've ever met and not have it go wrong at least once, if not always. Yeah, no. It's insane. But yeah. Adam, do you need an intermission? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and intermission. Boop. And we're back. Yay. We were talking about wings. Yeah. Oh, no. I hit the mic. Oh, no. I hit the mic. Uh We had a good conversation about wings. We're going to get wings after this. Either B-dubs or maybe Wingstop. If I can convince Lucille to get Wingstop. What was the one we went to that other time? Coupe de Ville. It's so good. Oh, we we might not be able to say that if it's a local place. Beep. (laughs) We went to Beep with wings. It was so good. It's just so long for the wait it was a long wait it's also a monday night which means they're gonna be slammed oh yeah because they do that monday special (laughs) you just moved the mic i was scared well i wanted to lean back i know i'm trying to like situate myself with this notebook (laughs) your shark notebook yeah which like part of the way with it just how far type your notes but now i have to fill the notebook i'd feel bad if i didn't i'm like a third of the way just type your notes. But I like my notes. And then oh, print I lost them my spot. Because <laughs> we, we demonstrating. did. We did like, we were going to record 12 before 10. Yeah. But then we wind up recording it after. So my 12 is written before my 10 in the notebook. Oh, no. So I like flipped to the end of my no- Okay. We're here. Okay. What have you got for me today? Are we jumping right into it? I mean, we can. Mine's like a modge podge of stories. Okay. But they're all under the same like category topic okay the last time you did this we got andrew jackson and ben franklin so i'm kind of excited yeah the presidents <laughs> um they're not president no, i was ben gonna say Frank. ben franklin i wrote like the title of those notes is ghost presidents and like i realized days after i was like 
Ben Franklin isn't a president, so. <laughs> but I couldn't change it after that. Yeah. So no. what have you got? Um, I got some animals that are also super spies. What? <laughs> some of them. Is this the lizard thing? Yep. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> oh my god! I, uh, yeah. You mentioned it when we did the BP oil spill episode, I think. And yeah, that I wasn't like, gonna do it, then but then like, I had to. Yeah, lizard. I started reading more about it. I was like, no, I have. It's just too fun. The first few, because my my like topic this week, how we kind of like mm-hmm. go through true crime, horror, or conspiracy. It starts off with like some that were conspiracies, and then at the end. I was. I found that a lot of them were just true. So I also talk about some of the true ones. <laughs> a lot of them were just true. Yeah. So there's some weird stuff with animals. I'm really excited. Genuinely. There's some like real. Like a lot of them are from Israel. A lot of people think Israel just knows how to train spy animals. Okay. So like the first billion are just conspiracies that other people were like, these are obviously spies from Israel, and it's just a bird. Nothing wrong it's with them. It's just a bird. It's just a bird. They're like, that bird looks suspicious flying up there in the sky. That's definitely from Israel. It's not one of ours. <laughs> What's the, the birds work for the bourgeoisie? <laughs> yeah, no, it's little, It's just that, have but people seen, actually believe Have you seen that people are like, the pandemic had to happen because the government had to recharge the birds? <laughs> That's why we had to all stay inside. We couldn't see that the birds weren't flying around. Right. Do you remember that thing? It's always on, like, mysteries at the museum where, like, all the birds just started dying and falling out the sky. What? No. Never mind. I'll talk about it in another episode. Okay. No. It's it's done so much, so I, I don't know if we would cover it on the podcast. It might be, like, a YouTube thing to cover. Yeah. Um, but it was, like, they eventually figure out that they were poisoning the fish in the lake in the area. And then oh, all the birds were fuck. eating the fish. And then all of a sudden thousands of birds were just dying and falling out the sky that's like it insane. was raining dead birds yo that's it, some welcome to night vale stuff there's some like weird pictures of it though like just dead birds everywhere in a, a town it's like there's some cool stuff from it it's tragic because all the birds died well, yeah but it's one of those things like that some people believe that like all of the birds died when that happened and they replaced them with the drones like it's part of that conspiracy yeah. now that they killed off a lot of the birds like that like they they poisoned the lake on purpose mm-hmm. to get rid of the real birds to make room for their fake birds because if they put the fake birds with all the real birds there's too many birds at some point you're like why all of a sudden there are 20 birds <laughs> in my front yard like there, there was only 10 before sums up the birds work <laughs> for the bourgeoisie the first few i think are birds because the first one I talked about is this griffin vulture. So they're they're big eagle vultures. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really big birds. I think I, I yeah, they, they, this one specifically had an eight-foot wingspan. Oh, okay. So a big bird, and it, it, it belonged to a, a nature reserve on, mm-hmm. like, the border between Israel and, oh, my gosh, where was it? I wrote this, like, a month ago. So, yeah. like, I, I'm a little bit. You're good. My I, notes are scattered because that's how I write notes. You're good. I redid my notes like two days ago because I changed my topic. So I just oh, got lucky. Right. Uh, uh, Lebanon, a Lebanese village. Okay. So so the reserve is right on the border. And yeah. it's just because that's where there was a, it's just a bird sanctuary pretty much. Just they tag and keep track of the birds there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this this village though on the on the other side of the border in Lebanon um they see the bird one day and they're like that's a suspicious bird <laughs> i don't know why but they were like that that bird sums up and they they trap it that like they could see something on its leg but like okay. also birds that are tagged have something on their leg like i don't know but they they for some reason were like we have to get that bird um and it had it tags it did have tags a rope on its leg and a tracking device and a transmitter on its back oh and they were like okay so this is obviously spy equipment um and they so yeah they're like this is obviously not scientific research equipment yeah so they they supposedly but they get in trouble for trapping it because it's a protected species and a protected bird owned by the nature reserve so they have to release it but when they supposedly release it they the, the research facility can't track it and they never found it Oh, so they killed it. They killed it, and or took, they took the they took the the transmitter out and like killed a bird or got they never found the bird again. So it either flew away because it's like these people are crazy. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. Oh, but they took all the equipment off to like get it researched. Why was yo? I have so many questions already. And there was a lot. Like it was like a crazy amount of articles written claiming that this tracking device was spy equipment. Like right. everyone in the that village believed it. Anyone ever like so many news articles just ran with it. And it was just it was like one of the it was just a really big one of people like taking zoological equipment mm -hmm. for research and they're like, No, this is this country spying on us and we can't have that. And it, but they can never prove it. But every article you read is like, it was. It was proved. And it's like, no, it's just the people in the village were like, oh, no, this is suspicious. Right. Like, no, it, it's such a weird thing that people get the the conspiracy stuck in their yeah. head. And then it just, if if there's any discourse between these two countries, the, the patriotism of it. Yeah. People are like, it was proven. <laughs> it just wasn't. It just wasn't. Uh, and once you get stuck on, like, a conspiracy, if you hear anything that disagrees with it you're just gonna you're either gonna explain it away and make it part of the conspiracy theory or you're just gonna ignore it yeah no you can't see past it yeah and it's so it was it was it wasn't even government it was just a, a nature reserve right that was tracking these birds because they're they're endangered right so just kind of like keeping track of the population and then you're gonna go and just where'd he go yeah <laughs> The birds work for... I'm going to be saying that the entire episode. That's what this episode is called. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. They do. They do. I think the first, like, a couple of these are birds. The The next one's a kestrel, which is a bird. Okay. They, it was migrating and captured. Uh, and then this one had, like, proof, that, but yeah. medical professionals actually declared this one as an Israeli spy bird. Oh. Uh, but... In, it was in its original documents, but they later changed it because it mm. was just tracking. So That's this one I can see where sketchy. the conspiracy theory yeah. comes from because the first medical like examination of it, right. because it was dead when they found it. So they, oh. they examined it, and then they were like, this is spy equipment. And then they changed it later, but it's like, who paid you to change that? It was the government. But I couldn't find a lot of articles on this one. I just kind of had that snippet. Yeah. It was like one account of it but what? they was the documents with it so it said like it showed the change spy it was they were like original this like the on-site examination because someone called like hey we found a dead bird and it has parts 
Spy. sticking out of it. And that one was one of the ones like, all right, guys, I can see where you're coming yeah. from. And then there was another bird, a tiny, tiny bird called a European bee eater. Oh. Just sounds cool, but it's a little bird, just like a, one of the birds you see sitting on a power I'm line. I'm guessing it eats bees. I hope so. I, I hope that's why they named it. It's that. allergic to bees. <laughs> like it can, if it looks at a bee, it dies. <laughs> uh, it was found with a, a band around it. Okay. It didn't say. Actually, it was around its beak. I do remember that. And like holding its beak shut? No, it was like on its top beak, I think. There was something. I'll get to it. Okay. Because it, it, like, it's confusing if I say it now. It was accused of spying, though, because they, they it was it had something on its beak and it was examined i i don't i it didn't say it was found dead so i don't know how this exam they might have killed the bird for science but <laughs> <laughs> they might have killed the bird for science there's Not so the much of, like this little accounts of this yeah some, I, I picked the weird ones pop off there's so many <laughs> like if you look up israeli spy birds you could sit on there for hours so i know what i will be doing tonight it's so good it's so funny because they're all from Israel, too. <laughs> Everybody just thinks Israel has spy animals. My question is, do they? They oh, might. Oh, your silence <laughs> is not reassuring. <laughs> I was hoping you were bringing up, like, nah, it's crazy people and conspiracies, but... These all are. These are just, like, people who are like, a bird. <laughs> Get him down. <laughs> Get him. He's glowing. He's glinting. <laughs> that bird looked at me weird. He's a spy. <laughs> that bird looked at me weird. It's reminding me, it's very, like, the the Mockingjays from the Hunger Games. I don't know why that's what I'm thinking about the whole time, but, like, the Capitol training the Mockingjays to come and feed them rebellion information. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Dude, I'm on a Hunger Games kick right now. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's all good. This one specifically, though, did have its beak hollowed. What? And they believed that that band was supposed to be holding something into its beak. <gasps> as like a listening device because <gasps> that has been done before so this one very well could have been a spy bird but it it isn't usually done on these tiny tiny birds and they think the band the? came loose and the the listening device fell out uh-huh. and that's why it still had the band but not the device but its beak was hollowed in there's no pictures of it but in the medical right. documentation that's our scientific so documentation it had a hollowed beak who hollowed his beak that is i like how my do you do that is like i feel so bad for that bird because that also means like he probably couldn't eat right if his beak is hollow and there's something inside of it i don't know I, he did my man starve i think it's why they're usually done on bigger birds because they can hollow out part of it okay but they i i don't know enough about hollowing out bird beaks why not but i i, I think they found him alive like i think that he was examined on and like killed they, for science. Yeah, I think that's that's what I picked up from the article, but I mm-hmm. couldn't find it written out like Valid. that. But they were like, okay, we found this alive bird, and then suddenly we were able to examine on him. Like, That's so sad. I don't know. Maybe they knocked bird. him out, but they it really didn't say anything. And the way they were warning someone was like, I think this bird died <laughs> for science. <laughs> A was, poor baby. There was another vulture, uh, and the captured again with it. Uh, maybe... Israel's just good at like tagging too many animals because this one had an Israeli tag. Uh-huh. Uh, it was accused again of being equipped with electrical surveillance devices. Mm-hmm. Um, 
those who tagged him like gave a, a statement and said it was just a GPS with no video or audio capabilities because that would be dumb. They literally <laughs> just called out the other people and were like, y'all are stupid. It's a GPS. Look at it. That, like, if you're going to want to spy on someone, why the fuck would you use a bird? Yeah, who flies around and does whatever he wants. We have, like, wiretaps now. <laughs> the FBI literally, like, feeds me my Amazon wish list. Like, we don't we don't need to involve the birds i also like that someone someone else brought this up it was like an article talking about that interview with the people or the statement that the people gave and they're like would that be dumb though like for science that like you could listen to mating calls seeing what they're doing right so this equipment could have been like equipped with something that sat like looked like a listening device that could have been listening for that kind of stuff, but right. they just shut it all down because they didn't want to be like, yeah, we do have a listening device on the bird. <laughs> so it, it, it had an interesting look at, like, would it really be dumb to have audio or video capabilities right. to study migration? No. Like, yeah, so, like, it's, like, why That's were they... not dumb. They called out, like, why were they so defensive in this state? Yeah. Why would they just be out... Because they said this is... That would be dumb. Like, that's yeah. their quote. So it was like, hold on, guys. They're making themselves look a little bad. Yeah, like, that's what this person was bringing up. It's like, this is why there's so many conspiracies about their birds. It's because they they get very defensive. But it's also, they're often called out on <laughs> birds. So they're just tired at this point. Right. They're like, guys. It's so- not it's not a fucking listening. And, but it's like, if you if you need to spy on a neighboring country, I'm so sorry. But my first instinct is not birds. Yeah. Like, and I am I can only imagine that they must be tired of having to say. Nope, this is for nope. science. Guess what, guys? It's this not a still fucking for listening device. <laughs> it's still science. I just thought it was so weird that it was always from Israel. I didn't look up Israeli spy animals. I looked up spy animals. The first 50 <laughs> are, are from Israel. Israel. That's, that is weird. They are doing something. <laughs> they have some, they've got to. It, it's, We're just not tuned into that it. That doesn't happen they prob- naturally. It, maybe they have all the birds. The birds work for the Israel bourgeoisie. The birds just work for Israel. Every bird you see on the street is, is, an, is Israeli spy. <laughs> don't trust birds. Don't trust birds. Your bird? <gasps> you have a bird. I have a spy on the inside. Whoa. Is his beak hollow? I hope not. I mean, I mean he your eats bird pretty good. is kind of evil. Yeah, he's got the sass. Maybe he's a rebel. No, not sass. He's possessed. <laughs> <laughs> like remember when we were asking him questions and the only one he would answer was he said the world was gonna end yes that was I so funny we that. were like are you kai and he didn't say anything it's like are you a bird and he didn't say anything and then we is the world gonna end and he just started nodding yes really yeah. fast and we're like oh okay that's I, terrifying have we talked do have we mentioned on the podcast before that you have a bird oh i have a parrot i don't know i don't think we have yeah I have a parrot. His name is Kai. He dances. He's his son, Conyer, for those who are interested in what kind he, he is. He also nods. He gives he, kisses. He laughs if you laugh at, like, a show or something. Yeah. Um, but if you walk into the room and you are not Emily and he is out, you are attacked. Yeah, he's protective. He also was, like, rehomed a thousand times, so he yeah. gets very protective of his, his person. Yeah. Because birds are very... Uh, 
all pet birds pick a person yeah. or almost all some will be friendly but not as friendly as they are with their person yeah like some aren't evil if you're not their person yeah but my bird is extremely protective and i think that comes from he was like rehomed three times before i got him mm-hmm. so kind of learn to be territorial yeah so he likes lives in your shirt yeah when it's cold he rides around in my shirt he's a cool dude he just hates everybody he likes sweet tea he does he shouldn't give birds sweet tea but he tries to steal it from me every time i drink tea because mm-hmm. he likes when i have juice and you can give birds juice just not much because it has sugar right but they can like if you have natural apple juice or something it doesn't they can take a sip it's not yeah. gonna kill him so he started doing it with that and i had all natural juice boxes with low sugar so yeah. sometimes i would let him have some because it's juice and he mistakenly took a sip of tea one time and now it goes crazy for tea <laughs> my favorite is the times when we'd be like sitting at the dinner table or something and your bird we would just look over and he's like on the rim with his entire head in your cup like, like trying, trying to there's get no to the dro- tea. like there's drops left and he's like trying to knock over the cup for the drop he likes juice too though so he's like he'll do that with anything he has attacked me multiple times he has i don't think it's because hollow because it hurts when he bites yeah i feel like that would cause <laughs> he issues. has made me bleed yeah no me too he's he's he is definitely still a lot part dinosaur yeah i think that's he's what a spy it is. animal a spy dinosaur animal spinosaur whoa <laughs> i hate us okay so tell me more about the birds there was an eagle who was actually who was captured but this one it was also captured in lebanon like the first bird we talked about right and it was also tagged by the same group like the same nature preserve yeah the same group had tagged this eagle so it was just another one they were doing on and they were again accused of spying which makes me suspicious of this group but also it seems like they target a lot of big birds and this group just specializes in In big big birds birds. so it's like they put bigger equipment on bigger birds because they have the surface area to do so but um and this one was sad because they shot him down. No. Um, which is, and it's a Benelli's eagle. I don't know if I said that right, but they're very endangered. So it, it, this one I put in because it kind of, it's like when the conspiracy goes too far. Yeah. You're killing endangered species that were tracked for their own survival. Yeah. Just because you were a little bit suspicious. It's not a spy, guys. <laughs> and even if it was, he's in the clouds. What right. is he getting up there besides whoosh? That whoosh. <laughs> But, like, that's my thought. Like, the birds, like, even if they are, even if they are covered and in listening equipment. And eagle's not going to get close to you. That. Eagles are, like, very, they stay far away. They, right. An eagle's not going to walk up to you like the little park birds. No pigeon. <laughs> I was a little bit more suspicious, suspicious of the bee eater because yeah. that's, like, it was, when I looked it up, that kind of bird is, like, the bird you see in the Walmart parking lot. Yeah. They're by people all the time. I could understand why they would maybe put a listening, a listening device, device. But what are you going to get in the Walmart parking lot? <laughs> There's no government deals <laughs> having in the Walmart parking lot. What do they need from us? The FBI is already listening. Hello, yeah, my FBI agent. Have you you seen that video, side note, but not really a side note, of this girl who wants her boyfriend to propose to her? So every time she walks by his phone, she's like, princess cut diamond engagement rings, princess cut diamond engagement rings, princess cut diamond engagement rings, to get her phone, his phone to start recommending him princess cut diamond engagement rings. And I'm pretty sure it worked. That's awesome, dude. But it's like... I do that with my my YouTube ads. Mm -hmm. Like, I did it for a while. I would just type in, I hate vacuums. I hate vacuums. And then, like, 
started getting I don't know like you can make it I don't know no that's what I did I looked up I love vacuums a bunch and uh-huh. got it started getting a bunch of vacuum ads ads and then I started doing I hate vacuums to get rid of them like I would do dumb stuff like that just to entertain myself but you can definitely like tell it what you want yeah so like if you're looking for something and want like random deals to pop up yeah search it a lot <laughs> search it a lot it'll come up whack and they also track what your friends look up yeah we were talking about this the other day about tiktok whatever you like on tiktok any on your friends with they're going the algorithm knows to show that to them too because you're friends with them because you have similar interests yeah so it shows you stuff that your friends are into too yeah and facebook does that a lot facebook targets who you're friends with Mm -hmm. to know where you are and where you could be what whatever they're interested in they know you're going to be talking about that with them so you're going to be interested into it Facebook uses a lot of, like, what other people are doing because you're friends with them. I hate Facebook. Facebook gets in trouble all the time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate how much trouble Facebook has gotten and yeah. it just keeps going. I just, I don't like Facebook. Like, TikTok, I'm okay with them knowing all of my private information because at least I'm entertained. <laughs> yeah. Facebook, I get on Facebook and it's, like, a hate crime. <laughs> like, By just it's, looking at it? I look at it and I feel the slurs. I feel those, like, mommy and me Facebook groups saying the N-word. Or, like, the... It's, like, it's just... I don't like it. Yeah, it's a different... A lot, like... It's just misinformation. The, yeah, that. So much misinformation. That. And they finally started cracking down on it, especially during COVID. Good. They're reporting, like, people, like, we're actually, like, all right. <laughs> this is a lot. That. Um, My favorite, like, Twitter. Twitter does that pretty well, too. Like, the fake... The fact-checking. Like, the warning label that this might include... False information. False information when they did that to Trump. And they, like, banned him on everything. That was so funny. Oh, my God. I remember, like, watching Twitter that day. And yeah. I was like, this is fake. Yeah. This is so funny. It's like, that's what happens. Fact check him, please. Yeah, because it, 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 he got banned on the same day that there was the, the, the issues in the Capitol. Yeah. With all the bomb threats and stuff. And they found the bombs. And it yeah. wasn't just threats anymore. 11 pipe bombs on Capitol Hill. Oh, it was crazy. I, I remember just sitting on Twitter that day and watching it go. And it's like, oh, he's banned on Twitter. Oh, he's banned on Facebook. And I was like, keep on going. <laughs> keep on going, please. Ban him from the White House next. Pop off. This this is when we finally get out of bird territory. I think we jump back in a little later. Okay. But this is our first not bird. Not bird. Yes. In December of 2010... There were a ton of shark attacks on the coast of Egypt, and people in in Egypt blamed Israel, again, <laughs> for using sharks to attack Egypt's tourism industry because they were having, like, a, a little bit of a, a fuss with each other. And so Egypt was like, they're coming for our money. They're coming for our economy. They train these sharks to eat our tourists. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted right now, but also, like, whoa, imagine training a shark. To eat, like, multiple sharks. To eat specifically tourists. tourists. How do they know? And specifically Egypt. Yeah, uh, on an interview on Egypt Today, a diver described the sharks as being equipped with guiding devices. What? So little, like, the way it was described was, like, little fans or, like, propellers on the sharks to, like, kind of push them towards the people. That's, like, steering them. Yeah. That's so whack. I couldn't find a picture of them, but that, like, this diver claimed to have seen them is what I found. Do we trust the diver? I don't know. He might have been in on it, though. True. He could have seen something. Have you seen that thing where scientists think they've finally figured out how sharks sleep? 
That's cool. I didn't see that. Because, like, you know, sharks, they have to keep moving, keep moving or else they die. So a bunch of scientists observed sharks going into a current, swimming forward, and then letting themselves float back. And they think that in those, like, few seconds where they're moving backwards, they're sleeping in increments because the water is still moving over their over gills. Over their gills. That's cool. Isn't it? Sharks are cool. You mentioned sharks, and I wanted to share a factoid. Yeah. My favorite kind of shark is a mako shark. Why? Because they're really fast. That's that's it. That's it? Yeah, and they have really big eyes, and they look really funny, but they're really fat. Like, look at the video of a mako shark swimming up. It's actually terrifying. Oh, no. They're like one, you know, you see a shark coming up in the distance. Yeah. The videos of the mako sharks is you see them in the distance, and then they're here. Like, uh, they're fast. I don't like shark videos. They're scary. No, like, actually, like, the, because videos of divers that's a whole different kind of horror for me where like it's just endless blue like above below on every side and then you turn around and there's a fucking shark i have not i have i like never i didn't get that from the videos and because like i don't know i watched a lot of videos of penguins swimming growing up and so like (laughs) i don't know the water in the videos never got me but playing a game playing subnautica was one of those first times i was like i can't swim down yeah. Like, I, I would get scared playing a video game. Yeah. But it's you, you you start in the shallows, and it's called the safe shallows, and there's mm-hmm. all these pretty things. And you drive away from that, and then all of a sudden you look around and can see nothing, nothing. but blue. And, like, there's this huge creature that swims by, and you're like, you're the only thing I can see that can, like, point to me where I should be going. Yeah. And, like, you don't know where you are or how to get back to where you are because there's no landmarks. And it was, like, one of those first times I was like, this is absolutely terrifying. It sounds – I because I remember Melody, my sister, got really obsessed with Subnautica for a second there. Oh, it's there. a great game. Right. And that's what she kept telling me. But every time I would look at her playing, I would have, like, a panic attack. Like, I am already so afraid of water. Yeah. I got – I, I kind of got over that. it as I played because, like, all right, it's a game. And, like, as you progress, you have equipment that keeps you safe when you're deeper and, like, the pressure doesn't matter and you right. can breathe under there. But, like, when you first start playing and you drive away, you're like, I could die so easily yeah. right now because I swim a little bit too far down and can't – I misjudge how deep I am. Yeah. There's nothing to tell you where you are. I hate that. And, uh, like, when I first played, I would just, like, stay at the top of the water and drive past the areas. But, mm-hmm. like, as I started playing, I stopped caring. But it was, what, like, the first time seeing it. It was like, this is terrifying. Yeah. And I understand why these videos are terrifying. Right. Some weird stuff. How did we get here? We were talking about Mako sharks. <laughs> because uh, sharks are sick. They are so cool. But also... Scary. Scary. <laughs> okay. I forgot where I was. Um, sharks, tourists, Israel, oh, yeah. Egypt. The, the, the devices that, like, physically... Con- it wasn't yeah. mind control. It was, like, like physically pushing water or, like, moving them in a direction. Imagine being a shark trying to swim forward and you're, like, being pushed sideways. (laughs) Like, what is going on? (laughs) I got this cool new belt they gave me and all of a sudden I can't move. Like, (laughs) I got this cool new belt. (laughs) They were were GPS tracking devices is what it was. What Israel was like, no, we're still just doing research, guys. Right. And then. um, Why does Israel need to do this much research on these, all these different animals, too? (laughs) <laughs> but like everywhere does research on animals especially right. like sharks are always tagged yeah you can go online and like pick your favorite shark to follow like that's what they, i will be doing tonight it's so fun i like follow i have like followed specific sharks for a few days and it's just cool but like uh, everywhere has tagged sharks yeah and like stuff so it's weird that a country is like but these this shark specifically that's not a gps it's like but 
But it is. All the sharks have GPSs on them. <laughs> that we all want to know where all the sharks are all the time, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, Someone's special interest is sharks. Someone in science. The the foreign ministry of Israel, they, they are quoted saying that this diver, quote, watched Jaws one too many times. <laughs> they were just like, no, dude, come on. Israel really does be coming back with like, the, <laughs> no, that <laughs> would be dumb. Israel's tired of this. They're like, guys, if we would have figured that out, like, we wouldn't make it this obvious. It's a GPS. Like, <laughs> calm down. Oh. They weren't spy birds, and they're not spy sharks. <laughs> they ran out of birds to capture. So Literally. they're like, guess we got to target sharks now. Oh, my goodness. Got to hate crime sharks. The sharks work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> That's just, like, I'd believe it. In August 2015, a dolphin that had a camera strapped to it was caught off the coast of Gaza. I don't think that's how you say it. Uh, this isn't that weird, though. There's a lot of dolphins yeah. with cameras, apparently, because, like, the U.S. specifically has, has a camera do- dolphin named K-Dog <laughs> that the Navy uses for they, – they use it to find old war mines. So they the, what? the camera is on the dolphin, and they just let the dolphin swim wherever. Uh-huh. And if, like, to, to – scan areas that they don't want to pay to like dive in yeah so they just strap the camera on and they know this dolphin lives in this area so mm-hmm. they they let him swim around and look for like if there's any evidence of mines in the area wow and they take k-dog all over and there's a wonderful picture of k-dog like jumping over one of the navy like the little navy boats mm-hmm. he's like friendly and stuff and he's just this cute little dolphin with a camera on him that's cute but also aren't dolphins like evil yeah, they're kind of mean. They, they play volleyball with baby sharks. Yeah. Like, and they're mean animals. They, they run into pufferfish on purpose to get high. Do you <laughs> Wait, know that? actually? Yeah, no, they they the they get poked by the poisoned pufferfish, and it's not enough to kill them, but it makes them high. So, so there's, like, stoner dolphins. Stoner dolphins. That are dolphins. addicted to, like, running into pufferfish. Yo. I'm not making it up. Like, dolphins get high. Right. But aren't dolphins also, like, crazy smart? Yeah, no, that's why they, like, they can move they into can areas. They can do those things. Yeah, they can. They're they can. capable of malicious intent. <laughs> like, they are capable of being assholes. Yeah, no. You should be, if you're ever in, like, the ocean, no. and a shark swims up, they're going to leave you alone. Unless you're, like, splashing around and yeah. they think you're a seal. Dolphins will hunt you down. Just for funsies. Just to beat you up, bully you, and leave you to die. Literally. <laughs> Whip you around a little bit to be an asshole. And then go get high with and their... And then go get high with their pufferfish. Yeah. Man, fuck dolphins. I liked K-Dog, though. Yeah. Uh, He's cool. He's, you know, employed. The, the, oh, this one got weird. <laughs> oh, the rest of them haven't been? No, but specifically the camera dolphin. Because to be like... They're using this camera to spy on us. Is like enough of a conspiracy theory because it's like no, they're using it to find mines. Yeah. Or it could have been like they they couldn't track. I couldn't find anything saying that they figured out where this dolphin was from. But they they did blame it on Israel. We are getting to that. Of course they did. <laughs> and um, they, Iran, who is the one who found the dolphin and is blaming it on Israel this time, took it a little bit further than just saying they used the camera to spy. Iran claimed that. Quote, this was, no, the quote starts later. But <laughs> the dolphin was, quote, an Israeli-made robot dolphin equipped with espionage equipment, including video recording cameras. What? They were like, this isn't a real dolphin. It's like, bro, you captured it. It's a real dolphin. 
what? But Aaron's like, no, this is a, like android technology mm-hmm. robot dolphin. It, what? Mm-hmm. They fully believed that this was like a robot. Yeah. Not a creature yeah. that is alive and they, just has a camera attached to it. Yeah. And they, they didn't kill the dolphin. Like they killed the bird. So they couldn't like go in to like do surgery on the dolphin. Good. I mean, if they had killed that dolphin, I, I would have. I would have been mad. I would have called somebody. I, I would have called my local representative and been like, <laughs> "You put a stop to this. <laughs> Whatever this is, end it. I Dude. don't care how." So they just they were like they're just gaslighting us. us. They're just gaslighting us. Yeah. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> but imagine if that we like find a robot dolphin washed up on the shore somewhere and it's like tagged from Israel and they were right all along. But I thought that was so weird. It's like yeah. the normal conspiracy theory is this equipment isn't being used for science research. Like yeah. this is spy equipment. And like I can see where the it gets confused. If you're if you're scared and yeah. your country is like has issues with other countries that you're going to be brought up believing that this could be spy stuff that like it's just going to be propaganda at some point like, yeah you're going to distrust them because of whatever but to be like we caught this dolphin and he has a camera and we believe he's a robot because he has a camera it's like there's a jump in logic there yeah i read that and i was like excuse me <laughs> because he has a camera strapped to him it's not like it's camera eyes or anything he has a camera strapped to him like he's a robot it's like, bro, the camera's not even part of him. <laughs> I want to know how they got to robot. I promise he's not a robot, bro. <laughs> I want to. I just want to know, like, what Israel's foreign ministry is like. Excuse me. Like, no. th- they're so used to the like. Okay, they found a GPS and they mistook it for spy equipment. But when they got this one on their desk, what did they think? Like, I want to know. Also, side. Wait, isn't this dolphin like working for? the navy it wasn't k-dog like oh it, it, it wasn't k-dog yeah but it could have been israel's navy. something similar yeah okay. a very similar program because we're not the only country looking for mine because the other part of my brain was also like wait a second this is a u.s employed no. dolphin that is just being <laughs> blamed on israel again like, <laughs> I was like no k-dog was just my example that like it's normal right. to find cameras on dolphins right they could tap in so many times which now that makes sense and I so many navies that. like have unclassified proof that they strap cameras to specifically dolphins right but iran was like no this one's different this this dude is a robot i don't know (laughs) he was a normal dolphin with the camera like he He, just was he just had a hobby yeah no he was a photographer (laughs) he was a photographer Uh, (laughs) employ dolphins but yeah no both the u.s russia israel they have camera dolphins like it's such a normal thing which is weird that it's normal but it's a normal thing right um but yeah no iran was convinced that this was or at least this one like some people a group of people in iran were convinced that this was a robot it's like in israel's words that would be dumb (laughs) yeah why why would we take the time to build a robot dolphin just to strap a camera Camera to to it we could have built a camera into, into his it. eyes or something or into his little blowhole yeah like why would we take the time to build a robot and then just tape something to him <laughs> when we could build it i don't know it's so dumb <laughs> <laughs> that is really dumb why just get a dolphin like everybody else like i don't understand <laughs> they're jealous because they don't have a dolphin <laughs> they couldn't catch on this they're like screw it we're building one <laughs> bet 
2018, uh, uh, Jordanist, so from Jordan, okay. TV host claimed on television that Israel had gathered up a ton of rats in Norway, and all of these rats allegedly had, you guessed it, the bubonic plague. The TV host just came out and said that they were like, yeah, it's common knowledge. Israel has a horde of rats stored in Norway that they're going to release to start the second wave of the bubonic plague. And everybody else was like, um, I feel like I just didn't crack. <laughs> I feel like I just ran into a puffer fish at full force to get high. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. There's no proof of this. <laughs> there was no, like, big group of rats in Norway for them to even, like, have, like, a reason to believe this. There was no influx in the rat population <laughs> at the time for them to believe this. They and just said words and thought they did something. There was no group of people that believed this that there's proof of. It, it was just this TV host <laughs> who just said it one day. and <laughs> Excuse me? a horde i literally could find nothing else on this but the tv host being like yeah so we all know about the rats in norway <laughs> right <laughs> with the bubonic plague <laughs> i know about the rats you know about the rats excuse me <laughs> and it's like also like the plague is still around yeah like they there was people like, get the bubonic plague every the, year yeah like there's yeah. like cases in like what was it utah or something like yeah, two recently. years ago that uh, i think it was also a rat had the plague yeah but it's like that's we can treat it now yeah that doesn't mean shit this isn't the 1800s anymore they thought there was a horde of them that were waiting to be released onto the streets and making it like how how with the the recent pandemic is just the the medical systems got overwhelmed yeah people were dying sometimes because the the virus was just too strong but some people just couldn't get medical help because there just wasn't enough beds in the hospital anymore. right so it was like a thing like this like it's a ton of rats so <laughs> we'll just they won't have time to take care of everybody that's fucking insane there was nothing said on why israel would want to do this to norway i don't that's just a conspiracy theory this that's a one guy theory. conspiracy theory was like yeah, this is real. But you know what? Respect for that man. He went on reality, or not even reality. He went on the news. It's he's, his, he's a host. He said what he said. <laughs> and he did something. <laughs> I don't know. There's a horde of rats. <laughs> like, I can't. And my other part of it is like, yeah, we can treat the plague now. But like, a horde. Where are they hiding all the rats? That's what... There was no horde of rats found <laughs> in Norway to make them believe this. It's not like Norway opened up the sewers and were like, why are there so many rats down here? It's like there was nothing to like make anyone have a conspiracy theory. Like nothing changed. This man just had it. <laughs> he woke up one morning and was like, this is real life. This is actual factual fiction. Nope. <laughs> not fiction. I, my actual factual fiction. I'm patenting that. Okay. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> uh later in 2018 so that happened in 2arg right that wasn't again that was like a few years ago and this this man got said on television and said it but later that year uh an Iran- iranian military advisor accused israel of using lizards to find out where nuclear power plants and like nuclear weaponry was now we're getting into what i paid for he specifically no it wasn't like a group of people again. It, this military <laughs> leader specifically believed that lizards had the ability that their skin was attracted to uh, 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 atomic or nuclear radiation waves. He was like, yeah, lizard skin just likes that, and they go to it. 
And he said it. And he said it. And he came out here as like, I'm a military advisor and I believe that this is true. So it's true. And that Israel came out here with lizards and they're trying to find our nuclear stuff. What? Some people shouldn't be allowed access to the internet. What? This now. He's like, we have to hunt down lizards, right? And it's like, nobody, everybody's like, what? No, I can't. I can't. I can't compute. Why lizards? <laughs> I'll leave the lizards out of this. I just like that he, like, with conviction was like, yeah, everybody knows lizard skin is attracted to atomic radiation. He, he's saying something. It's like, he's not even like a, a military scientist. It's just like a, a military leader. Like, he he's just a guy. He's just a guy who saw a bunch of lizards somewhere and was like, oh, that's why they're here. <laughs> we should kill them. <laughs> Did, how did Israel respond to that one? I couldn't find no, anything. No, because that would be dumb. I'm sure they just leave some of these people on red. Like, <laughs> they're like... Israel specifically turns on their red receipts just for Iran. Yeah. Like, I want you to know that I did read it. I want I'm you to just know that this not going to respond. I loved the... <laughs> that would be dumb. <laughs> that would... No, because that would be dumb. Pop off, Israel. I'm sure Israel's so tired of this. I can only imagine. It was all specifically targeted at, like... All I looked up spy animals, no country specifically, and almost all of them were somebody blaming Israel. And the worst part of it is, like, first of all, if Israel is actually doing something with spy animals, like, pop off, but be better at hiding it. And if they're not, why specifically Israel? I mean, a lot of people, like, have had issues with, just in the Middle East, there's always, yeah, they're always, always just, like, i don't know the the patriotism there's weird yeah and like with history always having like certain groups of people were kicked out of certain areas yeah so you're always gonna have like this some people are just gonna have a a natural bias bias against israel or for israel just because of the area but it's so funny that that has transformed into they are always blamed for spy animals they're training lizards bruh and like like we said, the U.S., Russia, they all have, like, documented camera yeah. dolphins and other stuff. But it always is real. Why aren't we accused of spying? Yeah, why, are, why didn't they find that dolphin? They're like, this is K-Dog, isn't it? Because <laughs> K-Dog, K-Dog is just, like, it? they talk about them all the time. You can look up all sorts of stuff about, like, what K-Dog has done. Yeah. But, nope, they were like, no, this one's a robot spy from Israel. <laughs> Say it with your chest. <laughs> I love that. I can't. This episode's whack. <laughs> That's what I said. I, like, I almost didn't talk about it because it's kind of all over the place. But I'm glad but you I did. But I felt like it was important enough to share with the world <laughs> that Israel's always playing for spy animals. I'm down with it. No. Yeah. It's a good time. Um, there was also, like, a, a couple times that Israel was accused of releasing wild boars to destroy other people's crops. What? They're wild. <laughs> boars. That's an, they just do stuff. That contradicts its... <laughs> they just, like, walk around and it might destroy crops. Why would... Why would... How do you know they're from Israel if they're not even tagged? <laughs> how do you know they're from Israel? <laughs> I they, can't. Somebody woke up one day and their crops were destroyed by boars. And they were like, ah, this has to be Israel. <laughs> they have a vendetta against me. I know it. And it's just some farmer out in the middle of nowhere. I can't breathe. <laughs> 
I'm having a very visceral, full body reaction to this. They story. didn't think they were spies, but they just thought they were releasing them as agents yeah. of chaos, like <laughs> just to like make other people mad. <laughs> that was a sentence. Pigs are agents of chaos. Released. Wild boars are crazy. No, they are, and they're also huge. Yeah, no. My my robot instructor he brought in a, a jaw one time. Yeah. Because he worked at, at like nuclear, not nuclear, at like waste cleanup so yeah. like runoff from factories and stuff so it's like poisonous and it's wastelands mm-hmm. and this pig had like ran in to the wasteland and just kept going and like died because it's toxic waste right um so he had the jaw and it was huge yeah like it's way bigger than you think these well i if i ever saw like i don't know a big animal in the wild megafauna yeah like I wouldn't be as scared as if I saw a pig. Yeah. Because they will come at you. I don't know. Moose? Moose, too. Moose are pretty fucked up. Like, when we lived up north, it was, like, we were told, if you hit a moose with your car, like, pray for your car. Because the moose will be fine. Like Yeah. And they're huge. They are colossal. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture. No, I have. I've looked it up. person next to a moose. It's terrifying. It's, It's the same thing with wild boars. Like, you think they're, like, you think they're big. You, you think don't like, think they're big. Yeah, no, boars are big, yeah. and pigs will kill you in cold blood. Like, that, they... No sympathy. And then they will eat you. Yeah, pigs will eat you. Moose are the same thing, though. If you yeah. come at them, they, do, they don't care why you're there. Yeah. A moose will charge you. A moose will take down a fully grown bear. Yeah, no, bears are one of those things that they'll just leave. Yeah. Bears will just be like, bye, out of here. Don't yeah. want to deal with you. Unless they have cubs. Yeah. It's when, when you should be scared of a bear is is if when they have cub. cubs you can use but if you see a moose you're dead you're you dead. better just hope play dead or something because they will outrun you and they are here to kill literally i don't know animals are weird trauma um we're, we're we yeah. were talking about the wild boars yeah they literally there was no proof that these were released <laughs> from anybody or that they were anything other than a pack of wild boars but people were like that's israel attacking my farm specifically i feel so bad for israel in this situation yeah we finally changed it up a bit with this next one though it's from russia oh in 2019 so not that long ago a beluga whale was found in norway and i remember this in class i remember when the news article came Mm -hmm. out and i saw it um it was in norwegian waters and it was uh it it had a gopro attached to it that was marked from st petersburg so okay. it, it was tagged like some of the other ones and they were obviously like this is a spy beluga whale <laughs> and it happens uh russia's response is that they don't use whales to spy and they only use them for combat <laughs> what it was their response they were like no we wouldn't spy with whales they're combat <laughs> obviously i want a combat whale what 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 yeah i have so many questions during the cold war russia trained whales dolphins sea lions and seals to search for mines um they also used dolphins and whales like beluga whales to guard docking bays from from it was like a the soviet black sea fleet would use these animals to guard their secret ports I'm in awe. They made them territorial of certain bays, so if any, like... I am in awe. They did it in some cool ways, too. Uh, these guard dolphins were... were 
sold to Iran in 2000, and Russia discontinued the marine man- mammal training until 2014 <laughs> when Russia began training combat dolphins and seals for the Russian Navy. So they made the dolphins violent. Yeah. <laughs> so they're the reason that they a have dolphin combat will, whales. They will play volleyball with a diver. Like, <laughs> I a combat whale. What is the whale going to do? Why the combat whale had a camera, though? He could have been a spy. <laughs> Unless they just wanted some good combat footage. But, like, you know, at least he's a I love that. They were literally like, no, we. Why? that's so dumb. Why would we spy with them? He's obviously a combat whale. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> At least he's employed. Yeah, that's what I said. All these animals out here getting jobs, <laughs> doing the most. he's taking care of his family. Uh, in 2017, the Underwater, spe- underwater Special Forces, as, uh, the, as it was called, <laughs> took on new members, uh, such as ring seals, uh, <laughs> harp seals, <laughs> bottlenose dolphins, and uh, beluga whales. So this is where our beluga whale friend comes from. <laughs> this is real life. This is no longer a conspiracy theory. This is a real thing from Russia. This is ridiculous. But I love how they shut down the conspiracy theory. Like, that's dumb. We have combat whales, not spy whales, idiot. <laughs> the animals are trained to find mines, guard bases, assist divers, and uh, kill invaders. <laughs> It was the last thing on the list of whatever I was reading. It was like, why would you put that last? Killing but me. then I had to put I it last off. So. <laughs> Help divers find my kill invaders. <laughs> oh I like that the idea. It was really interesting how they yeah. did stuff. They uh, it's cool. It's also just they absurd. would sur- they would sit when boats went into these specific places that these animals were trained to guard. A diver would go under the boat right. and like, like signal to the animals that this diver is with this boat don't attack anything here but if a boat came without a diver it was an invader so what would they do i don't know if they like gave the dolphins something as like a peace offering no i mean what did the dolphins do to the boat i don't know if it was little boats they probably like just tipped it. with it yeah <laughs> it's like cow tipping but with humans it was like bay so it's not like these the big military ships right. could get in it was like land boats coming to like pull up and right. get on the beaches so it had to be littler boat. So I, they come, they tip it, and then they beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> because that is what dolphins they do. They kill invaders. They kill invaders. And go get high. Like, I and don't... <laughs> dolphins are ruthless. And we took full advantage. <laughs> Literally, we were like, go. America? You have a Rottweiler? We have a fucking dolphin. Put your Rottweiler in the water, see how long he lasts. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> he ain't coming out alive. He ain't coming out. <laughs> we have the underwater special forces sicked on him. Literally, they're employed. I want to know that they like show like, pictures of like certain things. But like, how do you train a bunch? An agent of chaos. A fleet <laughs> of marine mammals. To attack certain things. <laughs> how do you train? It's, I, I would think it's all or nothing. Literally. Like, how? I don't know. They was, probably did. It was probably like a train them to attack everything except. Yeah, it was like if than, there was a, do- a diver that did something specific, yeah. don't attack you. But how did it never go wrong? Oh, no, it most certainly did. But I couldn't, like, I don't know. Some of it's still, like, classified because this is military tactics that they just, in 2014 and 2017, re like, redid. I'm never Pe- going to Russia. They shut it down in 2000, but in 2014, for some reason, they're like, you know what? We need to bring the attack whales back because... <laughs> 
the specifically the whales. I like the how dogs. they're still trained to kill invaders. We're not at war. <laughs> but they're getting ready to be because they have attack whales. I, I understand finding old mines because that's a safety thing. Yeah. <laughs> but just in case, we also still train them to kill people. <laughs> they awesome shit. <laughs> America also uses bottlenose dolphins and sea lions to patrol restrictive waters. Uh, but we don't have a marine mammal combat force because we're just not as cool. I will be calling my local representative. <laughs> Where are my combat whales? I'm moving to Russia because if I don't have a combat whale fighting for me, I don't want to be here. I You're going to be the one to train the combat penguins. You know what? The special ops. Yeah, they're not going to be combat. They're specifically going to be like spies like Madagascar, like the, the penguins from Madagascar. It's all full circle. Oh, it's wonderful. King Julian! Um, From here on out, it's real stuff that I'm going to be talking about also, by the way. The conspiracy theory stuff is over. Like, this is just real stuff people did with animals and still do. I'm okay. We we know, like, about the the pigeons were used as messengers during World War I and II. Um, Well, I didn't know this. Uh, Some pigeons were equipped to take pictures. Really? Yeah, they have... Like, instead of drones like we have now, yeah. they have, like, sky. They picture. They would send pigeons with, like, a timed camera oh, that's, or something. That's kind of cool. I couldn't, like, I don't know. It was just weird stuff. And yeah. it was a lot of, like, weird how they did it because technology does. It wasn't a digital camera. But, like, they were able to get pictures from pigeons. Okay. It, they were pretty not great, so it wasn't used much. And that's why you don't hear about it. But it was, like, they were messing around with it during the war. Whack. Which I thought was really cool. Uh, in a CIA museum, there is a CIA pigeon camera on display, but the details of the mission are still classified. Oh, sick. Yeah. So it, it's like, maybe it worked and maybe the birds do work for the CIA no, because all of the pigeon stuff is still classified, but they'll show you one of the cameras. So I really want to go to the CIA museum and see a pigeon camera. Bet. Let's go. Yeah. Cause it goes back to World War One and Two. They already had this figured out. Right. Which is just weird. Uh, this one is weird. It's another CIA project called Acoustic Kitty. It involved surgically modifying cats to spy on the Soviet embassies. Uh, it was ca- it failed and was canceled in 1967. And the documents for this one were actually declassified in 2001. Oh shit! Uh, they what they what the project was to do it was. They put a mic in the cat's ear and a small transmitter at the base of the skull. So they surgically put it, like, under the skin. Hate that. Um, it's like, the, like, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's not great. Um, the first mission it was tried on was the, the acoustic kitty was sent to listen to two men in a park. Mm-hmm. The cat was released near by the park and hit by a taxi almost immediately. What the fuck? So that kind of, they were like, all right, maybe we shouldn't use cats. <laughs> like straight cats, but. Um, <laughs> the, the. Immediately. Other issues with it is cats are usually distracted. Yeah. Cats are hard to train. Cats don't yeah. stay still that long unless they're like sleeping. And like, yeah. it was hard. The transmitter didn't always work because it's under the skin. The listening device wasn't great because if the cat was like laying on it, cats don't like people. So why would they go by people? <laughs> There's a lot of issues that were not thought of before they started doing this with cat. All the other cats, when the project was canceled, had the mics and such removed and adopted out and lived happy lives which I thought was wonderful. See, I enjoy that that's a happy ending. 
But one of those cats is still a CIA operative. Yeah. I can definitely feel it. They didn't take the mics out. They just told them that. They just told them that. (laughs) All cats work for the bourgeoisie, specifically. Do you hear that? It's my notebook. You hear it on the table? Yeah, that's what it is. My heart just stopped a second ago from it, but I was like, oh, it's my notebook. It definitely sounded like it was coming from the microphone. Oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is a time bomb. Like, I was like, something is really wrong. But, dude, the CIA is listening in. and that's, No, literally, they're like, shut the fuck up. This is a cat, not a we microphone. We already gave you a pass with MK Ultra. We, y'all are uncovering too much too fast. <laughs> not the spy lizards. <laughs> the lizards actually just can, like, receive waves from nuclear planets. What? I don't understand. Um... Another interesting thing, this one kind of is, is a pivot, but did you know that Germany hired circus elephants to help with cleanup after wars? What? They would use circus elephants that were already trained to yeah. kind of, like, listen to lift heavy stuff. Oh! So they would help with, like, areas of debris, like big debris. They would use elephants to clear it. That's kind of cool. I thought that was really interesting. That's something that you, like, don't hear about. Yeah, when, no. Because be, people use elephants all the time to help with stuff like that. But Germany, after the wars, used elephants. Right. Circus elephants, specifically. Good for them. I thought that was really cool. Especially because they were blamed for both wars. Um, Let them use the elephants. Uh, uh, I also thought this was just a cute thing that in World War One and Two, dogs would get their own special gas mask fitted, oh. and they would go find wounded soldiers and get them out of the gas. What good boys! But I just like the idea of knowing that a dog had his own, own gas like, mask. special gas mask because they were like, "We we ain't letting you die out here." What a good boy! Um, and Ramses the Second, we're going back a little bit, fought alongside his pet lion. Yeah. I thought that was dope. Didn't know about that. Had to throw that one in there. Uh, In China during the Song Dynasty. Isn't the guy from The Walking Dead based on him because he fights with his tiger? Uh, I haven't watched The Walking Dead. I didn't know that was a thing, but that's dope. Yeah, he has a pet tiger. and And it's funny because everyone thinks he's like this king. And later he's like, no, I just worked at a zoo. That's and when the awesome. apocalypse broke out, like... I took a tiger. I took a fucking tiger. <laughs> Me with the penguins? Yeah. No, literally. Get in the car, guys. Get in the car. Get in the car. <laughs> get in the car. <laughs> Your backseat pull. <laughs> I pull <laughs> up at home like, we have to leave right now. Don't look in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where is it? Sorry. No, it's all good. And it was... During the Song Dynasty, monkeys were set on fire... What? And set loose into enemy camps. Where do people get these ideas? No, literally. Who looked at a monkey and were like, you know, if we let him on fire, he could do some damage. <laughs> and monkeys then they are did already kind of bad. Just too. release monkeys on their own and they'll steal everything and start shooting guns. No, literally. They will kill people. <laughs> uh, bats, pigeons, cockatoos, and other like flying creatures like that were used as suicide bombers during World War II, which was really sad to me. But they would like go in caves and strap bombs to bats i hate that um i hate diplomacy yeah wartime uh i hate all of that this one was weird the british would hide bombs in dead rats to like conceal them so imagine like having the job of going to like find dead rats 
and then put bombs in them and then go back and put them somewhere. That's so disturbing. What? <laughs> so they would like to conceal their bombs instead They'd of like hiding in a, a bush. Rat. Yeah. Or like putting it under something or like just making it look a little bit less conspicuous. They would be like, you know what? We should stick this in a rat's dead body and leave the rat's dead body. But that just makes you think like how many dead bodies were at that dead rat bodies were just everywhere and how disgusting that is that it was so common for dead rats to be somewhere that you could hide bombs in plain sight by using a dead rat what the (laughs) this whole episode like i feel like i'm on something and then this uh was really terrifying there are now remote controlled animals being tested what uh-huh. Moths, beetles, cockroaches, rats, sharks, mice, and pigeons have all been remote controlled by tampering with the brain waves. I hate that. Why like, why do we do that? And electrical signals. It's so awful. Who does that help? Yeah. Cool. You have a pigeon that you can use a remote on now. They they have been tested as search and rescue devices. Imagine Wasn't a cockroach. One that. Why would you I'm I do him not as soon need as I a search and rescue cockroach. What is he gonna do? <laughs> He's gonna search, but he ain't rescuing. He ain't rescuing. Someone's shit. gonna need to rescue him before I kill him with my shoe. That cockroach is a listening device. <laughs> that cockroach is the only animal out so far that I have believed is an agent of cha- like of chaos. Like he that, is here to spy on me, and I will be killing him. That will not help anybody. That little cockroach is gonna go sit under somebody's table and record their conversation. Yeah. And then I'm gonna kill it. Also, and I will savor it. Sharks were in that list. I did. I did pick up on that. Search and rescue shark. Yeah, who's that gonna help? He's just gonna eat you. And that's also gonna make whoever they're trying to search and rescue panic. Yeah. I don't believe this. Yeah, I. Th- they were just writing that off. No, they're just like ah yes. Again, moths, beetles. They ain't rescuing rats, mice. So no. far, we have had no good candidates that no. have actually been, this has been used on. No. This is not. I don't understand. This is spyware this shit. This is MK Ultra. This is mind control. This is spyware shit. Yeah, that's messed up. Who does this help? <laughs> you can already listen to everything I do every day throughout my phone. Why do you have to send a cockroach into my house now to listen to Because he ain't coming back. That's what He's I'm saying. He's not coming back. Who wouldn't? Most people just kill cockroaches when they see him. One time. Whoa. I stuck a sticker to one one time. Do you remember Lola? He couldn't fly anymore because I stuck a sticker to him. Whoa, that is some ant bully <laughs> no. stuff. I saw movie? a sticker and I was like, do I have the confidence to put this on this cockroach? And I did. I did it. But then I thought about it and I was like, wait, I can't get the sticker off without hurting him. So now there's a cockroach out in the world some somewhere. Oh, he's dead. Don't tell me that. I just made his life a little bit better because he has a sticker now. He can't fly anymore. Most cockroaches don't fly. Mm. There was one time there was a cockroach in my house, and Cassidy was over, and I love her. She's my best friend. And we hate roaches, so we, like, poured bleach on it. No, this is some ant bully. No, 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 listen, it gets better, okay? We poured bleach on it, and then my dog ate the bleach-covered cockroach (laughs) and got sick, threw it up. The cockroach was still alive, and we, like, I think we put a bowl over it or something and left it there for somebody else to be. It's, like, their problem now. But, like, that cockroach has seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's the cockroach sitting in the corner of the bar that when you walk up to, he's like, 
want to hear a story <laughs> it also wasn't like poured bleach like it was a spray bottle so it was just, as this roach slowly started to die and then was eaten and cleaned and off then thrown up and then i'm pretty sure we put more bleach on it first before the bowl that's terrifying we were afraid of killing roaches yeah part of, I, I don't know i'm not here for them if they can survive nukes, I don't want to know what's going on with that. No. Why do we think birds are, like, spy agents? Because cockroaches are obviously not real. No. Those were genetically engineered to do something, and I don't trust that. That. This Where is a conspiracy theory. Where do they go? Yeah. You know what? I could believe they're still here. They definitely, if they can survive a nuke, they can survive what killed the dinosaurs. But it's like birds have nests fish live in the fucking ocean where do the roaches go yeah how did we make more roaches i'm over this <laughs> i'm over this what do roaches do for us also why out of all of the animals you're picking to like be super spies why not like octopi yeah because they're really smart and they can also like camouflage themselves cia hire me <laughs> like that why do we leave animals out of our own like well, war? that first of all but they like, didn't do anything no literally and it's the ocean already combat whales are kind of cool though and they they didn't like genetically do anything to them they just like walked over and like look i'll hire you if you fight people for me and the whale was like word i'll kill <laughs> <laughs> word worm i can get i can see why you like put a camera on a dolphin yeah, yeah that, that makes, makes sense. sense like you're not hurting them they, and it's also like they we, find mines like it's a, it's we probably give them food and, and they probably like that stay in the ocean yeah but like it's a safety thing i can understand that but to like try to control an animal to do what you want yeah instead of like train something it, like solve your own problems guys the and cockroach isn't gonna help you why do you need to be able to remote control a pigeon yeah, they already, like, <laughs> delivered messages. Obviously, they can be trained if you right. need them to do something. What is the, what is the human fascination with, like... Control. Deep-seated control. Like, not only I want to train you to do what I want, but I want to have... I want to have a remote. Yeah. I want to be able to press a button and have you do exactly what I want. That is some next-level shit right there. That I couldn't find too much on, because probably it's all classified if it is true. Right. So, I... What I found was on Wikipedia in another article. Yeah. Um, and I remember trying to find more, but it's all, like, classified stuff mm -hmm. that, like, maybe was taken out of context because every other word's redacted in the thing. Yeah. So I don't know how they're doing it, and maybe mind control is a bad word to use for it. What they're actually doing is just, like, high-level, like, Pavlov training, yeah. and which is still, like, kind of messed up oh, to, like, deeply. Pavlov something. But... I don't know. It was just one of those things that's like, maybe we're taking the animal stuff too. I was behind the combat whales, but maybe not this. Yeah. And I remember like when I was finishing my MK Ultra research, because like the end of the documentary I watched for MK Ultra was like the the worst part of it is like it's probably still going on. It's just because MK Ultra never really ended like people think it did. It just got lumped into something bigger and then everything was classified, right? But it's part of a new project that we don't even know of. Probably. The new project is the like using electro whatever shock therapies and like waves and shit to control the human mind brain. wash you and then 
yeah. reinstill some new patterns. It, right. Like Repatterning that's new, is what, yeah, yeah, we talked about that with MK Ultra. That's the new ideas. Instead of using drugs, it's like the, Electricity. your literal brain waves and trying to change your brain waves. But obviously, like, I didn't find anything on that because it's classified. It's crazy. No, literally. Isn't that fucked? We're all in a simulation. And everything's Israel's fault. <laughs> the lizards, though? Leave the that lizards was, out of it. That one and the pigs, it's like, they weren't even tagged. Like, you're just they, making stuff they up They really were just point. like, oh, this is a lizard here to, to for war. <laughs> for war. How do you look at a wizard, a wizard, a lizard and oh, be like, you're a lizard, Harry. <laughs> how do you look at a lizard and like, I don't know, how do you, you're like, oh, that one is sniffing out nukes, huh? Where does that idea even come from? How do you, just because there happens to be a lizard at the nuclear site didn't mean he get there, got there because he like sensed the waves. He was just walking around, dude. He's just vibing, simply vibing. And how do you look at a real dolphin and be like, no, this one's robotic. I hate, it didn't look robotic. He had a camera. Because it wasn't a robot. He had a camera strapped to him. That's so dumb to me. Yeah. To be like, that's a robot dolphin because he has a camera strapped to him. Yeah. They would build the camera in if that. he was a robot. Like, I get it. I get it. You, like, I don't know. I get, like, deep-seated, like, just distrust towards other nations. Yeah. Because propaganda is real and yeah. it's in every country. And we all have, like, some... And no one's immune to it. Yeah. Un, like we don't even realize it but we all have like biases towards other places just because that like our country's engineered to do that to yeah. us like it's on purpose by the government um for you to like learn history in a certain way so you trust your own country the most yeah like it every country does it it's like it's sad but it happens yeah so like i understand where like conspiracies spud from nothing is yeah. because just un fear with no reason to be scared mm -hmm. like it's just built in it's so weird side note and i mean like side note side note okay like not related in any way except for the fact that robots are involved okay have you seen the spider-man animatronic yes the one that the, that they throw into the fucking air mm -hmm. so cool i got to uh, to see it at not being used but i got to right. see it at uh, the Robotics World Championships. It's so They had cool. it there. They also had this little robot who was on the table, and he was a hexagon. Okay. Or an octagon, maybe. He was one of those shapes. A gon. And he, he was machine learning, so, like, AI. And he was just, they would magnet tie, there was magnets on him. Okay. And they could stick a leg to him. And he would learn, he would teach himself how to walk the most optimal way with however many legs were attached to him. That's scary. So if they had one leg attached, he would push like every other way with the one leg. If mm -hmm. he had two, he could crawl like a turtle. Yeah. If he had four, he could stand up like a spider. Like he, through trial and error, this thing could learn the fast, like by whatever standards you needed. Like if you needed to walk the fastest or if you needed to conserve the most energy, like would teach itself how to walk with whatever amount of legs it has. But, like, imagine that implemented into war technology, yeah. like a, a tank that if part of it was messed up, it would just reteach itself how to walk the better way. Literally. it's so It was some cool stuff, Those and it was by Disney. Hired by the Disney government. made it. I don't what? trust Disney. They are doing some shit. Disney also had this brick that you could pick it up, and it would land the same way every time when you dropped it. The thing is, like, it could it could pull it wasn't like thrusters or anything it would just pull magnets 
and land the same way every time by controlling how fast or slow it was spinning. A brick. It was literally just a brick. Here's the thing. We funnel so much money into the military to figure shit out. Disney if could do it so much better. If you give a Di- Disney Imagineer $5 and an energy drink, they're going to fit like they're going to do some shit like that. Like why? <laughs> why aren't we funneling more money into them? Because they know what they're doing. They did it. No, they've already done it. The legs, the The spider. military comes out and it's like, "Look, we did this, but it's classified." And Disney's like, "We did that 10 years ago and nobody cared, so we just didn't say anything." And we used it as like a theme park attraction. Yeah. Screw y'all. No, literally. Like Disney's scary. Some of the stuff they're doing is insane and it's under like it's used in entertainment and like that's why it's written off but like they could sell that they probably could, already have and it's just classified well that but it's like the fact that you could literally give a disney imagineer five dollars and an energy drink and they could probably cure cancer if they wanted to like it's insane the level that they can go to like the like the the, the spider-man animatronic is like I can still see it, like, so clearly in my head. Like, the fact that they can throw an animatronic in the air. And it land. And it lands. We talked about that. That brick, is it uses the same technology as that brick to control yeah. how fast it's spinning in the air by pulling weights on the inside to control how fast he's spinning. Right. He lands the same way every time because of that technology from the brick. That's why he was there next to the brick. I'm remembering now. The Robotics World Championship had the coolest showroom ever. I believe it. It was some cool stuff in there. But, like, that's sick. That is sick. It's so cool. That is sick. When I first saw the video, I was like, whoa, they're going to kill that actor. And I was <laughs> like, that is not an actor. It's a robot. Well, because, like, beforehand in the show, it is a real person. Yeah, they switch it. Like, running point. around on top of the building and doing all the fun stuff and interacting with guests. And then he goes behind a wall and it's the animatronic that this, gets thrown up. Yeah. But, like, when I first saw it, I was like, wow, that dude's dead. <laughs> Like, he he's going to land the wrong way one time he and he's gone. is not, like, he went up into the air and immediately died. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's his body flopping around. Like, it's scary looking. But, like, I watched the, because there's, like, an Imagineer, like, background video on, like, the testing of it. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if we gave Disney the animal technology. Or if they'd been there, done that, and they just didn't want to be SeaWorld 2.0. Yeah. Because they know. Don't fuck with animals, dude. They take good care of their animals, from what I've read. Disney also doesn't have that many. I mean, Animal Kingdom has quite a few. Right. Like the safaris. Right. But, like, a a safari is a whole lot different than, like, putting a a whale in a tank and training it to do tricks. Yeah. And, like, do you remember remember when we went to Universal and we met the owl that played Hedwig? Yes. And the dog that played Sirius yes. in the Harry Potter movies, because that is still one of the best days of my life. It was so cool. Dude, we met famous animals. The dog, this is so sad, the dog that played dog meat in Fallout died yesterday. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Her name was River. Wait, that's really sad. And she was all the barks, like the recorded barks for dog meat. And she was a German Shepherd, like she inspired dog meat. Yeah. And she was in some other stuff too, but I know her from Fallout. And I was so sad. Wow. That was a good dog. All dogs are good dogs. All dogs are good dogs. No such thing as a bad dog. Do you remember All Dogs Go to Heaven? Mm-hmm. That movie traumatized me. I was like, why are they all dead? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you they mean don't dogs live are forever. capable of dying? <laughs> You're telling me they leave? 
that. Oh my gosh. That. that was an interesting concept for a movie. No, literally, who pitched that? <laughs> Let's teach kids the concept of death by having a bunch of dogs dead. Die. And leave them wondering, like, wait a second, how did all these dogs die? One of the cats was, like, the literal devil. Like, the literal... I need to rewatch this movie. <laughs> no, he was, like, there. do you know, it was, like, they were, like, the dogs are in a jail. Or, like, purgatory or something. And the cat is literally the devil. Like, they don't... He's, like, he has horns and everything. Oh, my gosh. I was, like, what the... What, are you, what message are you trying to send? <laughs> People die. And we all like, die. I can't do this. Oh, my gosh. Children's entertainment is insane. We don't even need to open that can of worms. The Prince of Egypt has been all over my For You page recently. I haven't seen anything. Huh. Really? Because it's all over mine. Like, I, I haven't think been my on For TikTok you page much the past few days. thinks I like that movie. That movie scared the crap out of me growing up. That one was. The locusts it, and all that? Yeah. The blood? The river of blood? I was like, <gasps> no. <laughs> Excuse me? This is not entertainment. Thank you. I'm going to go watch The Road to El Dorado for the 400th time. Because that's entertainment. Like, dude. I, that movie's so good. That movie, Sinbad, and, like, Quest for Camelot. Or, yeah, just classics. Obsessed with that movie. All right, well, this has been episode 12. Yeah, we should probably go. I want to eat Buffalo Wild Wings. I know, I'm so hungry. That's I'm why I'm, like, so cutting hungry. you off. I'm like, okay, no can of worms. <laughs> um, so, like, goodbye or whatever. Thanks yeah. again to that guy who wrote that iTunes I review. To say, we read all the reviews. It totally, it really helps us out too to leave reviews and yeah. comment on our YouTube videos. And, right, not just leaving like a star review. Like when you type in and you go out of your way to like type a message. Like, first of like all, he did, it makes me feel the happiest ever. First of all, we read all of them. But yes. second of all, it helps the algorithm. Yeah, leaving yeah. words and like, I don't know, just it also makes us happy. <laughs> makes us know that we're we're. We do it just, like, because it's fun to us, but yeah. to know that other people are really enjoying it, too, just makes it all worthwhile. Right. So. And it has inspired many, like, real-life conversations, too. Like, we'll go to see friends, and they'll comment on, like, well, the, when you talked about this case, that was insane. Or, yeah. Like, and we'd love to do that with random strangers on Discord, too. Literally, please join our Discord. I'm going to yes. be in it more now. That yeah. We're now gonna... that, like, life is slowing down a little bit, yeah. and we're not all over the place, I, like, we can stand to play games now. Yeah maybe maybe <laughs> well like especially because like we're gonna be doing some like more remote stuff now too yeah just trying to so we don't have to to miss weeks due to technical difficulties yeah um, at least it's, and it's also like backup yeah just too. like if uh, we'd prefer to record in person right but if we can't it helps us out that so way that we means won't. that's we're gonna be on online like so if we're in the middle of recording and someone sends us a discord message like we'll be on the discord like, we yeah. will be able to see it, you know? Yeah. You so, yeah. Probably, I don't know if you'll... I don't know. You, we can't do it live. Oh, no, no, no. Because if we have to cut something out. Right. If we talk about all dogs go to heaven for too long. Yeah, we probably should cut that out. We should probably cut that out. <laughs> the amount of tangents that I've had to cut from our show where it's just like... Like that one bit where I definitely talked about how one of my friends got busted for cheating on a final. Like, I definitely cut that out. But th it exists somewhere in the ether. It, yeah, it's somewhere. But yeah. I was doing one of those on TikTok, like something we cut out, but it was just really funny. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to do the words to it, but yep. I was also on vacation, so I forgot to finish it. <laughs> Pop off. Uh, but yeah, goodbye or whatever. Yeah. See Thanks ya. again to the iTunes guy. See you on Discord. See you on Discord. <laughs> Bye. Bye.